to the Fin In Sessions, where we sit down, talk about shit, grab a beer, kick on some country tunes, and grab your girl. Let's do dough. I'm here uh, with Mr. John Finney at the Fin Inn, and I'm going to have him run you down, tell us what it's about, when it started, and uh, what they're looking to do. So, John? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're over here at the Fin Inn, just like Nick said, uh, figured maybe we can do some little bonus episodes, little side mm-hmm, episodes, mm-hmm. uh, whenever we get a wild hair, uh, come over to the Fin Inn and drink some brewskis and bullshit about God knows what. I was going to say, if there's one thing that this place, uh, is not lacking, it's beer. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's beers surrounding me almost 360. Yeah, we got them. Empty beers, empty beer bottles all over a wall, um, beer, uh, neon lights, oh, illuminating. Yeah. Memorabilia of yeah. every fucking beer company you could uh, think yeah. of. <laughs> we got uh, we got some uh, fridge full of beer. Dude, this fridge, not I'm not joking. It's the coolest fucking fridge I've ever seen in my life. So it's got this, uh, it's a huge Budweiser uh, fridge, but it's got this huge like TV screen panel on it that's like semi see through, so you could see into the the fridge and see what beers are in there, and it plays things on it. Yeah, and you guys were saying it's customizable, right? Uh, supposedly it is customizable. Yeah, it's just we've never been able to find how to program it or find anyone who knows how to program it. Uh huh. It's like it's honestly not something that's supposed to be in someone's garage. It's something you would find in like a like a, like liquor a bar store or, or a liquor store. And it, it like every so often one of the screens that comes up is like the how much the beer was at this liquor store that we bought it, it off has of. like the prices of yeah. like a twelve pack or yeah, so. Like oh, right a, there, yeah, eighteen pack, fourteen ninety nine. So uh, it, we we we've worked really hard on trying to find um, like anyone who could program it, but it's it's like very specific to Budweiser. Like honestly, honestly, the only way you're going to be able to program this thing is is. Having like an employee or something. Yeah, someone from Budweiser come to your house and you know, and then they're gonna be like, "How the fuck did you end up with my fridge?" Exactly. So <laughs> like they're like, "Yeah, this sh- shouldn't be at a residential." Uh huh. <laughs> so, um, but hey, listeners, <laughs> all all <laughs> ten of you or however many there are now, uh, if you know anyone in the beer industry <laughs> and you know someone who who has any idea of how to program a a, a screen on a on a fridge on a uh, fucking beer fridge, this is. This is our call to you. We will pay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. Money's not an option. We just want this damn screen to display what we want it to. Right. We were hoping to do... I mean, so we like some of the graphics on it. Some of them uh-huh. are just like beers coming in. and But we kind of mostly want to take off the prices on beer because, I don't know, we don't really charge anyone ever. So. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's more for just getting people over here and having a brewski with us. So uh, what are we drinking here? We have some tall mugs of ice-cold yeah. beverages. Right now, uh, we also have a keg at, at the Fin Inn. Uh, it's mandatory. It's a, it's a keg raider. So you throw your full keg in this thing, and it keeps it cold, and it has a tap on top, so it just flows just like it would at a bar. Uh-huh. And uh, we cycle through. We, uh, we don't have it full uh, 24-7, 365. Um, it's kind of like when... Um, we actually, the way we fill it is we have a, um, a fund, a secret hidden fund that we, every time we recycle our cans, uh-huh. recycle our, uh, like beer cans, once we get enough 
of recycle money to buy a keg, then we that, refill okay. the keg. That's what the mm-hmm. okay. That so makes our sense. kegs are like in our minds free. Exactly. Just, yeah. 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 So yeah. So we do that, and uh, we just uh, recently my it was my brother's birthday a couple weeks back, and we had enough money in the in the keg fund to splurge on a keg. So we went and got um, uh, Alesmith three ninety four. And who who does that? Alesmith. Alesmith. That's the that's the oh, that's brewery. The, the brewery. Three ninety four is the the style or the the actual variety brew. Uh-huh. the brew, and it's. Uh, we went with that one because uh, all of us like it, and mm-hmm. uh, Padre season is right around the corner. Well, at the time, Padre season was right around the corner. Now it's here, so baseball uh-huh. is a go. And it, the three ninety four is in reference to uh, Tony Gwynn, which is a famous Padre player. Okay. And three, the numbers three ninety four are were his highest batting average of his career. Holy shit! Uh, for one I'm season, for one season, um, and it is to date the highest batting average. For a single season since Ted Williams in uh, back in the day, 40s, 50s, like a long, long time ago. Jesus. So um, that has been yet, that is yet to be beaten in a single season. And uh, I think that'll, that's a record that'll stand for quite some time. Long time. Uh, that's a modern day record that'll stand for quite uh-huh. some time. So yeah. And it's a great beer. It's a really I was tasty say, beer. This, this fucking tasty. I love it. I, well, like one of these and I feel good. Uh huh. Feel good. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. like I was more thirsty than anything, and I'm already like, yeah, sipping down pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it goes down smooth for sure. So what's the what's the story with all these beers on the wall? Like what what started that? And uh... so when we first moved into the garage, I mean, excuse me, when we first moved into the house, the garage was whoever lived here before. It must have been like their workshop or something. Yeah. They built, I don't know if they had carpentry experience, but, and they might, they might not have necessarily even had to. It was a pretty haphazardly built, like, uh, shop bench. Uh It was like a a lot of plywood, um, two by fours, just kind of like, they were propping this thing up. And it wasn't terrible. It just, for us, it wasn't like, we had no use for it. Yeah. We, like, we're not. Wasted space. Yeah, we don't, we're not like DIY guys who will come home and like, you know do this or that and fiddle around in the garage uh-huh we're me and my brother we're are more like uh let's sit have a beer and watch sports or something or um just hang out and chat instead of uh you know fiddle around with stuff so we decided uh yeah let's get this let's get this um shop or uh workbench out of here and um let's throw a couch in the corner or i mean uh-huh. on the yeah, side totally you know, so we can sit and we we went and found this couch we have a leather couch um, that's uh, right right in the space where that workbench used to be, and shoot, we got that off Craigslist for like uh, maybe a hundred bucks, like something really, really <laughs> it's cheap. Not the prettiest it, couch, it's not but, the prettiest, uh, but it's leather. It's comfy. Dude, it's fucking uh, it does comfy. the job. Yeah, you can sit in it. Yeah, and that's it, all you really it need. Also, yeah, it also uh, absorbs farts pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Yeah, yeah. So I've we, tested it. Um, we got that. That was one of the first editions. To the garage, uh, the keg, the kegerator that came, came from the old, yeah. The so old it place. was there when we moved in, and I think we put a keg in it um, pretty soon after we moved in. But the the whole garage didn't have any kind of like feel where you're gonna sit and hang out. It, yeah, it wasn't like a, a yeah. fucking man cave yet. We still had boxes in it from uh-huh. moving, and um, we really hadn't cleared it out very well um, to like really um, to be really conducive of like a hangout chill spot. Yeah. Um, so 
once we got the couch in, we um, pretty soon after that, I went and bought a, this TV that we mounted on the wall. It's a 55-inch TV. It's like a random brand <laughs> from uh, Walmart. It's like Scepter. Scepter. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I think I spent 250 for it, <clears throat> so real cheap, but it does the job. I haven't had any issues with it, and we've had it for at least three years now. So it's been a great addition um, for a really low... Every man cave needs a, a, yeah. a fucking big Gotta have a TV, TV yeah. for sure. Um, and we've watched a lot of stuff on this TV. We've watched uh, UFC fights. We've watched... Some virtual reality porn. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe <laughs> once. once yeah, or twice. Or <laughs> twice. <laughs> but uh, that, was, yeah, that was fun. Uh, we had, uh, we've had a few Super Bowls on it. We've had a, a few World Series on it. We've... Um, we've watched the NBA championships. We've watched the NHL championships. I mean, any anything that's going on that's worthwhile watching with some friends and family over, we've had it on there. And, uh, we yeah, we really like it. Um, so once we got the couch and the TV, then we decided the wall behind the couch um, was really plain. It's, it's studs. It doesn't have any drywall. Mm. So just looking at a bunch of uh, two by fours on a wall, you know, going up for support and across for support, uh, it was really plain. So we decided, you know what, we drink a lot of beer here <laughs> and we drink a lot of like craft beer here. So whenever we finish a beer that is worth putting up on the wall, let's uh, throw it up there. You know, it's a beer we like, so we'll throw it up there. And anytime we recall to it and say, hey, man, you you really like that beer? Well, check this beer out. We really liked this one, and we'll point to it on the wall. And it's like a whole glossary of, of fucking yeah, different of great beers. beers over the years. And anytime <laughs> there's a beer that we want someone to know about, we always can like reference it right there on the wall and be like, hey, you should try this one sometime. And then at some point, we started this fun thing where like if someone else brings beer over and they really like it, um, we have them throw their name on it and throw it up on the wall. So uh, we got a lot of friends and families and neighbors names on our beers up on the wall and i don't know it's kind of a little fun it's piece of art it's pretty rad i was gonna say i think i ha i do have one on there i can't remember exactly what it is but i believe it's the what the enjoy by you got i just saw one and i moved it the other day to another shelf uh-huh um so i like Read who whose it was, and it was yours. You, oh, you, the upside down right. IPA the no, bottle, the no stone unturned. Yeah, was no yours. stone unturned. And the reason we that put that one up there is because I thought we. I had thought when I saw it, I was like, dude, that's crazy. Stone put their logos upside down, like like that's a mis misprint yeah. or something. Uh huh. But then I realized, uh, like a month or two later, that Stone was doing some like uh, marketing campaign where they turned over the labels on all their beers, and it was called No Stone Unturned. Was there like Oh, slogan. okay. And I, I really don't know exactly why they did it other than to like trip people out when they bought some stones. <laughs> yeah, dude, it fucking uh, tripped me yeah. out, man. <laughs> so we got that one on there. And then actually, Nick, you were one of the first beers to be named and go on the wall. The other one is up. It's on the left side, third shelf from the ground. Yeah, and it's the second one in? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a hop revolver stone. It is. Oh, a, is it? Okay. I thought For very, some reason, I thought it was a enjoy buy. It was a, it's a very hoppy beer. I don't know if you remember it, if you can, like, recall back. we You came over, and we were playing um, Hill Climb on the, oh, yeah, on the yeah, Fire yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And we cracked open a, fr a few brewskis, and you had the hop revolver, and 
from what I can remember, you told me like that thing was very it's like hoppy, yeah. straight up tree sap. Uh huh. So that one's on there, and and uh, that one's been there probably the longest. That one and, and one Chris brought over and drank has been on there for quite oh, the, some time too. The double or the arrogant bastard. Yep, it's stone. the first one on the bottom left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. arrogant bastard. Mm-hmm. That so. one's fucking. That one's like maple syrup. It's so thick. Those, yeah, those it's two, good though. I those, love them. Those two are uh, probably the oldest. Some of the OGs. The mm-hmm. Yep. I know, and now it's full. You probably got like fucking 30, 30 different ones up there, more than that. Probably, yeah. A good amount. I mean, we've we've got like, your buddy Steven has a shot glass up there. or like Steven? A, yeah. Um, see the Padre bobbleheads? Uh, the bobbleheads. Right in the center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, off to the right. Oh, my God, that, that he, like, glass thing? Yeah, he brought that over one time and took a shot, and I was like, hey, dude, throw it up on the wall. And he oh, signed his name, and he funny. threw it up there. So it really is, like, anyone who comes over and has and something, something they new? like, get on the wall, man. Dude, that's too rad. Yep. We got a, a beer from Damon up there that he actually didn't bring here. I stole it when we were up at his house one of the times Ashley and I went to visit. Uh-huh. And um, it was sitting on his... At his old place that he was living at, it was sitting on his, like, porch uh, railing. His, oh, like, back okay. porch railing. Because I cleaning up for the yeah, night. Yeah, I, like, picked it up, and there's some dip in it. So I, <laughs> I washed it out. Of course it was. Yeah, yeah, I washed it out a little bit and brought it home. I don't even think he knows. Uh, but I brought it home, and I threw it up on the wall, and uh, he's even he's even on there. So Did you put his name on I that did. one? I did. I wrote his name. Okay. Usually, usually the people will write their own name, but obviously him not being here, I just yeah. wrote his name for him. So he's up on the wall, too. That's yeah. too awesome. It's fun. And then, um, yeah, to keep going, this beer fridge, um, we, we used to have an uh, older beer fridge. It was a lot smaller than this one, and it had a, it was a, just a, like a see-through glass, so uh-huh. you could always see what was in the beer, which yeah, is yeah. cool in its own right. Um, cause you could just be like, oh, you could always be looking at a fridge full of beer. Um, and then Matt was like toying around on offer up and he saw the one we have now and it's like a full on screen. What Nick was describing, like a full on screen that has all you know, customizable, a bunch of cool stuff on it that shows up and, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot more space for beer too. It's a lot bigger so we can, we can hold a lot more beer, which is always a plus. <laughs> Especially thing. for how much beer uh, yeah. we can we can tend to go through sometimes. Uh-huh. So that thing's full and and nice, and it keeps the beer ice cold. And uh, let's see, another little addition we have is uh, the cabinet right above the kegerator. I <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I like was going home from Vaughn's one day. Uh huh. And were the, you still working there at the time? I was working there at the time. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was driving home down this, like, back alley behind the store. And there was, a like, a book case, like, a really small bookcase. Uh-huh. It was just laying outside behind a store that was next to the dumpster. And I'm like, okay, well, they're clearly throwing this thing away. Maybe I can, uh, maybe I can turn this into something. So I picked it up. I threw it in my truck. And I brought it home. And I was like, I think we can find a way to put beer glasses in this thing and i um like i had an old pallet oh, okay that i took apart and nailed together to make doors on it oh, so i had fuck. hinges and i just put hinges on the wood and screwed it to the old bookcase and went to home depot and bought 
those two little handles that you see on yep. the front for yeah. like a dollar a piece. So I think I'm I'm a total of like three dollars and eighty two cents. Yeah, I was gonna say you're under five bucks. Yeah, right now. into that thing, and it, it's held up great. It holds all of our cool beer glasses that we get from local breweries. Okay. Like if you go in there, uh, you probably haven't. I don't know if you probably haven't been in there a while. Dude, I don't. But do it's shots. full now, and we have we have um, beer like pint glasses from all kinds of breweries over San, around San Diego. So. It's kind of cool. And then a couple from, like, places we've gone when we've taken trips. Like, travels. Yeah, so Matt went to, um, where'd he go? He went to uh, Colorado, and he got one from there. I went to Big Bear, okay. and I got one from Big Bear. Did you get one when you went to Utah? Big Bear. Uh, I, there is one from Utah in there. That's really? Yeah, yeah, there is. It's uh, There's a local brewery out there called, um, oh, man. We actually didn't go to the brewery. Is in the is it like um, a gift, like a shop, gift shop or something? Yeah, it was in a gift shop, but we saw the brewery. We didn't go inside and drink, um, but we picked a a pint glass up from the gift shop. I think it's like Win Wincoop Wincoop <laughs> Brewing. Yeah, I don't know. They probably have some good beers. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll have to go next time we go out there, or sometime if we ever go back out there. We'll what did you guys go out there for? Oh, we family? went out there for oh this the is great. Great uh, snowboarding trip. I got a buddy all the way out in Utah. Yeah, so so I got a buddy who um, I've been buddies with him since like high school. His name is Jesse. Okay, and we go way back. He's probably like one of my oldest friends that I still regularly talk to. Okay, um, you know I got a lot of old friends, but there's some I don't talk to as much anymore. And Jesse, uh, we're pretty um, consistent with talking. You know, it's not like we're hanging out every day or anything, but like. He'll hit me up, you know, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You want to have a barbecue? Yeah, sure. Or I'll hit him up and be like, hey, what are you doing? Let's hang out here and there. But uh, his um, wife at the time, her dad, I don't know if he had been out there before. I'm not really sure the whole backstory, but, like, his dad, her dad set up this um, trip to Utah and, and invited – Jesse, his wife at the time, and then a couple other family members. And Jesse was like, oh, you know who would love to come is John and Ashley. Oh, and shit. And he reached out to me, and he's like, hey, man, we're going out on this awesome snowboarding trip in Utah. Like, would you guys be interested? And I was like, you're damn right I'd be interested. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So he um, he let us know how much it would be, and it was a like totally affordable price because uh we just had to kind of like pay for our our like own portion of the no we we drove out so we didn't fly oh, wow yeah we drove out and um we kind of like paid for a small portion of the cabin mm. and the cabin was beautiful have you ever seen pictures i think you sent me a couple okay like it was snowing right or it was yeah like snowing oh. at the cabin too yeah i'll have to show you these photos again they're gorgeous man like, uh-huh it was like the most breathtaking trip as far as like scenery and and just beautiful like snow falling oh, and wow. you living up in you yeah, living up in snow like you know you're pretty familiar with snowfall well me living in san diego growing up out here like snowfall is completely foreign yeah i hadn't seen it actual sn- snow falling probably until my 20s like it just wasn't a thing oh really so when we went out there and it was like snowing essentially every single day it was like a transformative experiences it's like when you and you can attest to this so like when when the snow is falling i don't know 
what it is, but like it, everything, it, something with the snow just cancels out sound. Like uh-huh. everything is super peaceful and quiet and you can't hear like, you may be like 200 yards from a road, but you just can't hear the road traffic. And it's probably cause they're r- driving on snow and it mm-hmm. deafens the tires and like, we were out there for, I want to say, four days, and it snowed every single day, and it was like every morning we'd wake up at like 6 a.m., and we'd go outside, and it'd be like a beautiful sunrise, completely peaceful, quiet. Oh, man. You know, you'd see like a deer or something, you know, and it's just, ah, it was beautiful. It was an amazing trip, and uh, yeah, that's kind of how it went. We had we snowboarded every single day. It was great. Did you guys snowboard uh, like at a, was there a resort or mountain near the cabin, or did you just it snowboard was. out in the fucking hills? No. So this cabin that we rented, you walk out of it, uh huh, and within fifty feet, you were at the slopes. No way. So you you and you were at the center of the slopes. So what you would do is you'd walk through this like little tree um, trail, yeah, to the slopes. You'd strap your board on and you'd slide down the slopes to the um, bottom where you would purchase your ticket for that day. And then you'd hop right on the what? lift and you go to the top and you just jam all day long. What the fuck? It was awesome. And then when you were done, when you're like, all right, this is my last ride, we'd ride down the hill and we knew which like cutout was for our cabin and we would just like veer off the hill and go right you'd back to the cabin. Snowboard to your cabin? Snowboard to our cabin. And we, like, you know, whenever time we decided we want to turn in, oh, we've gone down 10, 15 times today. You know, let's call it a day. And not just call it a day. Hey, it's lunchtime. Let's, let's go, go to the cabin. Snacks. We go to the cabin, eat, come back out, finish the day off on the slopes. Like, dude, that it is was, so fucking I have sick. always wanted to, like, figure out the logistics of getting all of us to go. Because uh-huh. we would have, I had a, a blast with people I barely knew. Other than Jesse and, and his wife yeah. at the time. I knew none of the other people there, and I still today say it's one of the greatest like trips I've ever gone on for like a vacation. Oh, you know? fuck, dude! Just just because it, it it's impossible not to have fun in a cabin with like cool people who are all there to have a good time. Yeah, you know? and it wasn't crazy partying. We weren't drinking and like getting drunk every night and losing our mind. We played like board games and, and <laughs> watched movies and. It's just fun. I mean, there was drinking. We yeah. Went, yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun. I was going to say, there's also something about just, you know, leaving your, like, home place and traveling somewhere far away to go out and just relax for a while. It's right there, John. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right on that. It's uh, it just... It just feels it just feels so nice like being able to actually get up, get out, like leave your all your home shit behind yeah. and be able to just sit and just actually enjoy. Yeah. You know? And especially when you're yeah, you're in a winter wonderland. Mm-hmm. There's just snow falling down, there's not a care in the world. You probably sit inside, be warm if you want, and you can go outside and have a snowball fight. You, oh, you, you are want, so yeah? right, man. When we'd come in like for lunch or something, uh-huh. And we knew we can go back at any time. Yeah. We would just sit. And chill. And there was a movie on. We'd get back to the, the cabin and, like, the girls had a movie on or something. Yeah. And me and my buddy would be like, hey, let's just chill. Let's have a cup of Joe, hot cup of coffee, and watch this movie for, watch the rest of this movie, and we'll head out. 
whenever, you know, there's no time. There's no Man. sense of time. There's no schedule. Our, the only sense of time we had was the sun in the sky. You know, <laughs> we didn't have like, we weren't like checking our watches. Oh, I got to wake up at 5 a.m. for work uh-huh. the next day or something like that. Dude. So it was a really good. I great. feel like if we all went, some shit would happen. It would be impossible not to have a good time. Uh-huh. And, and honestly, like I had a great time with them, but like to do that with my family yeah. would be 10 times. I mean, it would be. Is it any different than like a family trip to Big Bear? Like, would is the vibe no, that I think we different? Can, if no, I think go... we can make it great at Big Bear too. Uh-huh. Honestly, we can make. I mean, we the river. It, yeah, dude, we the river. Be, we could be in a fucking yeah. porta potty. All yeah, we could have a great. In. The river. We'd have a great time. Was fun. Yeah, the river's fun every time. I would go to the river. You know, I want to go yeah. to the river, man. The river's I a lot missed fun. so many of them. I only went to one. You only went to one. I went. I went to the 2012 river trip, dude. That's that's oh, where wow. like I, there's the the standing joke because is the only one I got to go to. I wanted to like get a tattoo of like like uh, the R goes like up and then the circle part of the R goes around the nipple. Okay, and then it goes down. So that's the R, and then it's river trip, and then the P encompasses the last P goes around the other nipple. So river <laughs> trip. <laughs> And then underneath it, 2012. I have dude. never heard that. That's yeah. great. I've been telling David, I'm like, dude, I want to get a River Trip 2012 fucking tattoo. Because mm-hmm. yeah, was, oh, that's it, awesome, man. That was one of the greatest times I've ever had. That was you a know? lot of fun. You do you remember the? I think I talked to Wyatt about it. He didn't really remember it. The three man Heimlich. Oh, absolutely. I rem- I probably was the one photographing the three man Heimlich. It probably was because I. Re- Aaron was choking. Yes, and I went in to go help him. I don't the- think he was dying. Choking, but he was choking. He was cho- He was like doing a little. I think he was like laughing. <laughs> yeah, it was like it, a it laugh. Turned cough. into like oh, 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 oh. And as a joke, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go fucking pick up Aaron and like give him the old mm-hmm. <laughs> and try to get it out of him. Yeah. And then I think David came up behind me, giving him a Heimlich, and fucking picked me up, picking Aaron up. Yeah, and we were we were we were doing the three man Heimlich. No one was choking that day. David David made damn sure that that yeah, no one was dying. No one was dying that day, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I remember that, man. It was right in front of the fire. And if I'm not mistaken, that may have either preceded or been followed by, or excuse me, that, that may have either been followed by or preceded the um, pissing and puking out the fire. Was that the same trip? Uh well, we, I mean, of course we're going to piss in the fire. I don't remember puking in the fire. So I think, because I think the only trip Aaron went on was the trip you went on. Yeah. Because we went on another trip with Damon, uh-huh. but Aaron wasn't there. Aaron wasn't able to make it. And okay. I think you also weren't able to make it. Probably. So. And is that the, with the lobster time? Is that the same thing? Yes. That was the lobster one. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so that trip that. Um, was Aaron was there? Hundred percent can recall yeah. that. I, I want to say it was you and Aaron pissing out the fire. Yeah, well, I remember and David was the one puking out the fire. Okay, because that's what David does. He gets drunk and, he and he'll puke <laughs> so that he can. It's puke and rally. He pukes uh-huh. so he can keep going. Yeah, you know. So I'm pretty sure. And he was forcing himself to puke. He wasn't puking like, oh, I'm sick. I got to puke. I mean, he probably a, felt sick. Yeah, but it wasn't like Dave. What I'm trying to say is Dave's not the guy who can't handle his alcohol. Dave absolutely handles his alcohol, but he pukes on purpose. <laughs> it's for comedic purposes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he pukes on command. Yeah, he wanted he wanted to be a part of the fun. You know, me, me, Aaron, we're pissing on the fire. We're we're getting this thing out. Right. Like it's gonna it's gonna go out eventually. Uh-huh. But Dave was like, no, I want to be a part of this now too. But I don't have to pee, so I'm just I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna puke all over this. Exactly. Thing, you know? I think that's actually what it was. Is like Dave was like, oh, I don't really have to pee right now. Oh, I could probably help by puking out the fire. Yeah, (laughs) dude. So that was it. And uh, that 
Fire one out, sure shit. <laughs> I can't remember if Smokey uh, the Bear would have been proud. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking giving him uh, the old what is it the the, the Boy Scout badge? Giving giving him Boy Scout badge of uh, <laughs> fire extinguishing. <laughs> yep. Damn right. I can't remember if that's that's when we took the boat out. Did we take the boat out that time, or do we not usually bring the boat to the river? Uh, well, we always have boats for fishing, but you talking about the, the camo one that me and Wyatt would drive? Or no, this is like... Which one? Gary's boat boat. We Didn't would we drive take, it? Yeah, I think we took a boat boat you think so? out there. I can't remember. I also have very bad memory. Hey, man, you this can be I'm absolutely right. You can be absolutely right. Uh, I just don't quite remember that. Okay. Yeah. But I do remember... I remember fishing. I remember fishing with Wyatt. Yeah? Out there, yeah. Hey, man, there's a damn good chance... That, you know what? I think that was the trip were you at the trip that uncle bill was at yeah that was it because uncle bill brought the boat okay he brought their um him and my dad's boat that they bought yes. together. and That's, then you okay. and wyatt may have went out taking it out to yeah. go fishing or something so I, that dude, i 100 remember I, yeah. was, I was going crazy because i wanted to bring it up to wyatt and then like the story like didn't like match exactly what i was saying i'm, like, I'm not even gonna fucking bring this up i don't want to sound oh. crazy yeah yeah well that was so that <clears throat> how i was explaining on that uh one trip where Uncle Bill was drinking, or he had brought beers, and he had the Pacificos. Yeah, the Pacificos. Same trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the same trip. That had to have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of other shit that happened on that trip, too, that, like, I fucking love with the magic cards and all that. And then there's there's other stuff, too. God, but, that uh, was that trip? The magic card trip? Yeah. <laughs> drove, like, two and a half hours total. Like, it was, like, an nuts, hour and 15 man. out of just the butt fuck of the, the river just yeah. to go to, like, a Target to buy cards and oh, drive an man. hour and a half back just to play for 15 minutes. And then that was that same trip that the girls that got came. in a huge fight. Uh, I wasn't going to recall that, but I was going to recall that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Uh, <laughs> I was going to recall that um, the girls left to go to some baby shower or something. This actually might have been a different trip, but there was a. it was, like, it might have been a different trip. I, I think I'm thinking of it because of you saying how you drove yeah. to go get the cards. It reminded me of this. One of the trips, the girls all drove back to San Diego from the river to what? go to a baby shower. At So they left the river at like 10 a.m. to go to this baby shower. And they showed back up at the river at like 8 p.m. to continue partying with us. There's, that's, that's, that's dedication. That's nuts. That's like... Dedication to the party right there. Yeah. That, okay. That should explain to you how much fun we have at the river. If these <laughs> if these girls drove Are dying to get back. Yeah, like drove probably a total of uh four and a half hours driving there and back. Oh, that's not uh, how it's far about, is it? I, I want to say it's like a two hour and fifteen minute drive. Oh, that's not bad at all. I was to thinking get like, home back to San Diego. No, I was thinking it's like four hours one way. No, it's not that far. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not that far. It's definitely far, but it's just not that far. Dude, we have no reason not to go then. Yeah. See, that's that's one thing that I wish I was a little better at growing up, like taking lessons from my parents, uh-huh. is like how to camp. I feel oh, like yeah. I can camp. I feel like I'm a, you know, like I love camping. You know how camping works. Yeah, but I've just never like taken the true lessons of like how to properly pack how to uh-huh. plan all the logistics involved in camping like what things are needed to make yeah. a successful camping in, trip in for us for us um we really wouldn't need much yeah and even if we brought like 
even if we forgot half the shit we needed, we'd still find a way to have a great time. Because it's really not about like you just need the bodies. Yeah, you it's just not need about bodies and, and maybe uh, beer for a few brews. Br- yeah, yeah. yeah, in a tent, in a pillow, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, like, uh, then the fucking list just keeps like yeah, keep exactly. Adding it on, but, adding it on. Um, I I don't know. I I especially like if we had the ladies with us. You know, anyone brought their ladies. Mm-hmm. I feel really bad if we forgot something that like would kind of put a damper on their trip. Yeah, you know. Um, but. Oh, I think about it all the time. I think about going out there all the time. It's I, I think about those trips all dude, the time. Me too. And I, I mean, I, I feel like you guys did a lot of them, and I've only, I only scratched the surface on on a few that I actually was a part of. Yeah, but the few that I was a part of, they stuck with still me. Still keeps man. you up at night. Yeah, dude, yeah. they're so amazing. Just like. I know. I want to do it again. I want. I want to see if we could do a fucking twenty twenty one river trip. I, I don't. I don't see any reason why we can't, man. And then you guys, river season starts around. Uh, I mean, right around this time, April, really, May. Yeah, when it's hot. Yeah. So when it gets hot, <clears throat> the water out there warms up. Uh, is when the river is flooded with with people, and not not so much people where you don't want to be there, but like. The reason why people are going is because the weather's so exactly. nice and like it's really so it'll be really hot out, mm-hmm. and you just want to jump in that water. Hell yeah, you dude. know. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, right around the corner, I have weekends off. Yeah, I have every single weekend off. I could always, you know, ask the old boss man for like a Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm dude. And we really no, can make down. something like this happen, man. I'm 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 like serious. I want to fucking at least before, because I mean, eventually I'm gonna have to go back to fucking full time working at the museum. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, that, so is that? Yes, it's. I mean, right, it's like ninety ninety eight percent. Awesome. Sure yeah, thing. I wasn't. I didn't know. Anything yeah, about Jer- that. that's cool. Um, Jeremy fucking called me. It was like a month and a half ago. Yeah, and he's like, hey. We're going to be full staff firing up again in, in June. Awesome, dude. And we're going to need full-time people for La Jolla, which yeah. is La Jolla. It's not downtown. I like downtown a lot more. La Jolla just sucks because of the drive. But uh, Wait, you, you used to work in a museum downtown? It was both. It's We had two locations. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we had La Jolla, which is, I mean, you probably have been to the La Jolla I've one. I've seen the La Jolla one. That has the boats coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then downtown right next to the train station. Um, that one I don't. Think I've ever seen or know about? Yeah, it's uh, it's off Kettner Boulevard. Is it where the Wonder Bread used to be? The Wonder Bread? The one? The, the no? Not ringing no. any bells? Wonder Bread? Like the old Wonder Bread factory? No, that's Bread and Salt. Oh, okay. That's Bread and Salt. That's where Tom. I mean, it's <clears throat> similar area. That's in uh, Chicano Park, but uh, yeah, that's in like, isn't that where like Mission Brewery is or no? I don't know if Mission Brewery is over there. Um, they have a brewery like or. It's like a small mom and pop brewery that's uh-huh. attached to Bread and Salt. They oh, rent really? from them, yeah. So oh, like you could go go walk around the galleries, fucking check out all the shit, and then just literally walk around the corner and go sit down and have a couple. Oh, of that's beers. cool. It's a rad area. They fucking they've been making that place like so nice. That's but super it, awesome. The crazy thing isn't that where Tommy's like full time now. Yeah, he's full time there now. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing before. Like all this, when I first started working at the museum, probably like 2000, probably like 2013, I think is when I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom was my boss. My, my uncle Tom, he was my boss at the <coughs> museum. And yeah, fucking, he. You I, always work with like 
a family, family member, member as your boss. Yeah, dude. I, I'm always getting like like fucking Grim. secondhand passed over to Uncle all the, Bill. Yeah. Damon. Well, he wasn't your boss, but you worked right I next worked, to him every day. Well, I got Dame that job. So yeah, that well, motherfuckers. All right. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I really, I really have like most of my jobs. I've, I've gotten That's either funny. from a family member getting me in, yeah, or like that was my just first working job with too. a family member. Yeah, my first job, my family, a family member got yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. But um, fuck, what was I saying? You were talking about the museum getting back in the museum. Oh yeah. So uh, when I yeah when I first started working at the museum it was probably like 2013 2014 and uh, I was able to fucking work. In a place where I had no credentials. I did I I shouldn't have been working there, but it was and I knew nothing about art. I didn't care about it. I just needed a job because this is this is the job I got right after the shovel. At okay. Yeah. 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 So I had no job and it was like Christmas time and fucking my I have like a not even a six month old daughter. This is like yeah, it was shortly after and I was like, Fuck, I need I need money. Right. So Tom's like, dude, I'll bring you on part-time at the museum okay and i was like dude i don't want to work at a museum but i was like i need money so i went in yeah. and i did the whole interview thing and and i think they kind of just accepted me because i was a recommendation of tom yeah but uh dude so fast i ended up fucking loving it dude it was so rad so sick coolest coolest dynamic for like all the people there and uh i think it was like a year in tom uh the guy who owns Bread and Salt, mm-hmm. uh, Jim and Isabel, like a husband and wife, they had an extra room. And this is before it had all gotten like demolished, demoed, and it was still a bread factory at that point. Right, okay. And uh, fucking, they, Tom used to have, it was, I think it was called Ice Gallery. Do you remember Ice Gallery? I think I went there once. I think you did go there once for one of Tom's shows. It was Tom, a really long other time Tom, ago. right? Tom DeMello or Tom Driscoll. I That's think, who yeah, I Tom think Driscoll I Driscoll did saw. have, he did have a show there once. Yeah. And um, it was like really weird. Like, uh, yeah. Like weird wall mounted shit. That yeah. was like cast. Yeah. Like yeah, solid yeah, colors. yeah. It was trippy. It was real yeah. trippy. I love Tom Driscoll. Dude's yeah. fucking rad. Uh, anyways, so ice gallery, they, they like kind of lost their little spot. And, uh, in the museum or in, in bread and salt, there was a little fucking room that Jim's like, Hey, I'll, I'll rent this to you for the new ice gallery. If you guys want it, but you have to, Demo fix and do all that shit yeah. to like make it look nice. So, Tom, fucking, you know, I'm working with him at the museum and he's my ride. I don't have a car yet. <laughs> he's like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to bread and salt after work and uh, I have to work like fixing up this this room to be yeah. a new gallery. So I ended up fucking going there for like two months straight, just ripping out old bread machinery, like <laughs> demoing walls, patching shit up, just doing a bunch of construction there. We we built. Like from the foundation up, like or all the studs, all the walls we we erected and did all that ourselves. So it's like kind of cool that no matter like how long it goes on, like the, this whole ice gallery thing and all that there, like I could always walk in and be like, "Dude, I fucking my blood, sweat, and tears." That's Passively, cool. I didn't care about it, but I just was available yeah, and, and I was working cool. with Tom. And you needed a ride home. <laughs> yeah, and I knew, and, well, if I didn't, I was gonna walk my right. ass home. But yeah, it's it's just rad. I mean, and. Bread and salt is super cool anyways. But anyways, Tom, when he left the museum, he started to work there full time. So okay. yeah. he's got a great gig. But uh, yeah, anyways, this is all circling back to, to, me, back to the museum. me going back to the museum. Yeah. And they, they need full time people again. So cool. I'm, I'm probably going to be working in the whole Interesting, man. Yeah. It's probably one of the biggest things I, or maybe, no, I don't, I don't, I was going to say biggest things I regret was leaving the museum. Right. Uh, in the first place, because I was full time already. 
But I really don't, dude. I think moving. I mean, you know, I moved to Oregon. Did you? Do, you year. made a huge life, like, dude. I, I that, fucking. Yeah. That's like super respectable to, to like kind of pick up and decide, you know, try it somewhere else. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> give this whole thing a shot, you know, and fucking. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I could ever do that. It I, was I definitely you know? it was scary, dude. Yeah. I I knew no one, not a damn person. I knew I I knew of one person, and that was uh fucking Brianna Brzezinski. Do you remember her? <laughs> yeah, she moved out there. <laughs> sure did. In the same fucking town, randomly in the same town that I I uh moved into. <clears throat> I think she yeah. was like fucking five minutes away from where I okay. lived. Did you guys ever hang out? <laughs> like when I I okay, so I knew she was up there when I finally did move up there. I or I I think I knew beforehand that she was in the area. Right. And when I finally did move in, I like, yeah, that was one of the first things I, I did was I hit her up. I was like, okay. oh, just moved into town. I'd love to have you over and like do a housewarming thing. Yeah. The house that we had or the, the apartment that we had there was fucking beautiful, dude. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you ever saw I've it. Seen pic- I've seen like random pictures, but I don't uh-huh. think it was like a, a full on picture like of a full how house everything looked. Whatever. I just saw a picture and it was like taken from inside, uh-huh. and, you know, and I like. Caught a glimpse of like half your living room or something, dude. <clears throat> this place, I think, I think out your window. Oh, okay. Like, literally, right? No, I'm saying like one of the pictures was like the view you had out your window, yeah. and it was like forest. Yeah, right out your window. Yeah, dude. You look beautiful. You looked out my window, and it was just fucking green trees as far yeah. as you could see. That's it's it was amazing. Awesome. But dude, I I got super lucky moving up there. I had no plan. Yeah. Had, so what? What, now that we're on the topic, like, yeah. what, why that town, why Oregon, why, like, what plotted you in that place? Like, what, what was the pin drop? All right, here it yes. is. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so f- me moving, me moving to Oregon. Yeah, let's hear Reason it. and all that. Okay, so this doesn't really matter anymore because I'm not married, technically. No, technically I am married. Well, you know, you know, it is what it Bob's is. my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Bob who? Bob, uh, I only have one Bob, and that's Bob Hunt, and he's gone now. <laughs> that's that's Grandpa Bob, lovely man. Anyways, so I was I was living living downtown and yes. working downtown. Uh-huh. You know, I paid a lot of money for my. I had a little shoebox yes, apartment. You did downtown San Diego, right over the flight path. It was terrible, and there's homeless people, like, surrounding my building. Yeah, just a real quick thing. I was there yesterday. Uh, oh, We had, wow. like, a celebration of life. Uh-huh. And the street, were you kind of close to Little Italy? Yeah, I was right on, like, right next to it. I was third and Elm. Okay, so yeah. I was down there last night, and I, the streets I was driving, I was like, man, I swear Nick lived, like, right here. And I was like, this has to be the area. And then a, a, a um. Airplane flew over. He's yeah. like, yep, this, this is, is it. Nick, this is Nick. You know what I mean? yeah, I was right over the flight path, yeah. man. That's how you knew. Dude, I would literally, if I left my windows open, there would be black soot everywhere. Like in one day. That is crazy. I would what is wa- that, like jet water? It's just jet fuel. It's yeah. like spent jet fuel floating down. Whoa. I would literally like wash my dishes if I left my windows open and went to work. If I came back, my dishes would be coated black. No way. Not like terrible, but it would yeah. be like a, dust, a little dusted Absolutely black. Absolutely like something you notice like, oh, planes flew by today. Pretty <laughs> disgusting too because you're yeah. like just drinking spent jet fuel, just like double fisting Jeez. it. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty gnarly. So I learned to keep my fucking windows. Yeah. It was like a 19. 
or like an 1800s fucking old hotel yeah. that I lived in. They didn't have heaters. They had like pumped up hot water things that went through those water heaters. And you had to like, yeah. er, 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 you had to like open this thing up and it's like, psing, it had like steam in everywhere. Steam? Yeah, dude. That is nuts. Nuts, dude. I went there like twice and like, it had a lot of historical value, uh-huh. but I feel like maybe that no will get elevator. old after a while because you're just like, I just want to be comfortable or whatever. Yeah. You know? like I don't want to have to have steam going all over my exact. room. Exactly. Or if that motherfucker springs a leak, it's going to explode and then there's hot water burning my, my ass, you know? <laughs> just like wake up to like third degree burns. That is, that is wild. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, the first thing I noticed when I moved there, because I, I also never even looked at the apartment when I, when I came zero fucking elevator and i live on the top floor oh yeah how many f- flights was it was it? three Upstairs? it was only three flights i mean i lived on the third floor but dude we, we i don't know if you helped me carry my my bed or maybe because you have the bad back maybe I think, david ended i think up doing it. i was a part of getting it out of I w- yeah out of out. The, the yeah so like I might have been the guy standing on the side saying, like, pivot, pivot, <laughs> pivot. <laughs> yeah, because <right? laughs> yeah, I had a bad back. I think it was you, David, and tackled that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it sucked getting up. and, and But the, the the place, I mean, was fine. I mean, I didn't really mind it. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not, it was like, considered a studio, the, right? It was a studio, yeah. yeah. So it was literally just you walk in. There's a square box right. that had a little tinier box of a kitchen and right. then, like, a tinier box of a bathroom yeah. attached. And then we had like a super small closet, but right. uh, dude, it's fucking perfect for kinda, perfect for me. Kind of like cool, like you, it was kind of right. You needed, yeah, yeah. How long were you there for? Uh, I stayed there for a year. That is nuts, Nick. Yeah, dude, I was I was down there for a year because my yeah, it was like right when my my lease. Okay, so this is why I left. So I had, I got the apartment in San Diego because I was. I was getting married. Yeah. You know, and I needed a place. Right, right, right. And uh, You don't so, want to be married living at home, you know. Exactly. That's fucking weird. So I, I ended up getting, I, get, I got an apartment downtown. Fucking, I was there with my wife for a year. Uh-huh. And then my lease was coming up. And throughout my entire fucking marriage there, it was it was like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're in downtown. This is great. This is awesome. But, you know, I don't see you going anywhere at the museum and you don't really leave your comfort zone and all this stuff. Like we need to, we need to find a new, new pace, like yeah. a new, new scenery and just get out and go somewhere else. So I was like, fuck, okay. Like, what do you want? And she went back home to where she's from. And, uh, while she was there, she's like, okay, by the time I get back in two months, uh-huh. she's like, we need to have a new place somewhere else that's not not San Diego, okay. so we could start over uh-huh. and like just fucking and like do our own thing as a I, as a married. Yeah, couple. that makes that kind of makes sense. Puzzle piece, like if I'm putting uh-huh. the puzzle pieces in my head, I'm pretty sure. Like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. like when we were moving you out, when we were putting uh-huh. all of your stuff in. The little U-Haul trailer. The U-Haul. I don't remember her seeing there. So was she still like on her way back from? She, she, yes. No, so she was. Because I remember the, she. I think she was at work or something. Because Okay, she was just at work then. Yeah, because what had happened was uh, you guys, that that moving was the day before we left. We were leaving the next morning. Yeah, I know. You. Yeah, yeah, she she was already back. Nick, you had that (laughs) U-Haul. I didn't even know that this was possible. I've never seen this before. It shouldn't be possible. You had your U-Haul hitched to a Nissan Altima. Yeah, dude. That I had the Jerry rig. I, I like ordered these custom-made welded parts that would screw to my trunk. 
this so I could have a that fucking is... yeah, so I could have this pull a trailer, unbelievable with essentially everything you owned with yeah, pretty you, much. You sold I think a few things right, and I left I left a few things. This is enough of, that a studio could fit in, right? You know, so it wasn't like an an insane amount of stuff. Yeah. But uh, a bed, it, I mean, that bed, dude, that bed was massive. And we were just talking about how hard it was to get it down the stairs. Yeah, it almost broke my dad's back. Like he was he, like he came and he's like, yeah, sure, I'll help you. Like, no problem. Yeah. You know, you need help. By the time we got that thing up there, I think he was cussing at every step. <laughs> he's like, God, motherfucking damn it. Goddamn piece of shit. Motherfucking bed. You know, son of a bitch. And he's like the whole way. Yeah, he, oh I told him, too. I was like, dude, this thing's heavy. We might we might need like more help than you think. But, um, no, yeah, so that, that son of a bitch fucking got in there. But uh, the crazy thing, my car is not meant to tow things. And well, I don't think really any car is meant to no. tow stuff. No, <laughs> That's no. why you get a truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, you put five dudes in a car, and it's usually bogging. I had, like, yeah. fucking 1,000 pounds worth of shit getting towed behind my, yeah. uh, behind my Nissan. That I, I fucking overheated on the grapevine. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. I had to pull over. Cops, same kind of thing, too. It's like, why is someone pulled over on the grapevine? Fucking pulled over and was like, yeah, you guys can't be here. You got to keep fucking moving. I'm like, dude, my car is, like, overheating. He's like, yeah, just put it in fucking manual mode, you idiot. And, like, fucking kind of, like, was like, dude, why would you be driving the grapevine and, like, in automatic? Yeah, I didn't know that was a yeah, thing either. Yeah, that's I mean, the thing, yeah. So when you're fucking towing, you're supposed to put it in manual mode, keep it in the lower gear. Okay. So it's less, less uh, wear on your Yeah, because your so your car's trying to, like, shift gears constantly. Ex- exactly. And that's so, what's... It was, was your engine, like, RPMing was, was, like, crazy? But I would be pedal to the metal going 30 miles an hour yeah, through the grapevine. Yeah. So, but... But after I let it cool off and all that shit, and I and I got back in and I was doing manual mode, zero problems the entire way to Oregon. Like we would do, we would do like eight hour sessions of driving. We got okay. there in, in a night or at one day, stayed at a hotel at night, and then drove the next morning, and we we were there. But okay. uh, my car did perfectly fine after that. Yeah, and I think that's probably why that that drive putting that much stress on it, and plus all the, like the the delivery shit is why my car is just toast now. Oh yeah, that's funny you say that. I noticed you're in David's car right now. Yeah, Guess, my car, my transmission's the CVT's oh, broke. Shit. Yeah, it's fucking. It it took a shit on me. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, fucking. Yeah, so that was that was the reason why we went to Oregon. Like, well, you didn't say. Of, why did you pick Oregon though? Like, oh, that's I, what I want. I picked Oregon. Oh, because you picked Oregon. I did. Okay. Well, she gave me an ultimatum. Anywhere, I don't give a fuck. Pick a place. We're okay. out of here. Fucking, we're starting over. All right. And did I was it like, have to be out of California? She just wanted me away. Just like from change of scenery. Yeah, she's like fuck to where I, like you could, whatever you did, it had to be done like on your own. Like it was like yeah. So you had you were forced to make these tough decisions. Like exactly. got to get a, you know this this kind of job or this kind of that because you you ha- you were living on your own now. Yeah, you couldn't have help from anyone. Zero okay. help. It was fucking. If if something comes up. I need to fucking figure out a way right. to fix it. I yeah, need to yeah, figure yeah. out, you know, all the all the logistics of what's going on. So I don't know if it was some. I, I don't fucking care, dude. I'm I'm cool with with moving anywhere and all that shit. Yeah, suck for me because I'm so far away from my family and all that. Right. But I understand, you know, I'm supposed to be starting a new life with this sure. person. I mean, <clears throat> I married her, so exactly. Which uh, usually, I mean, when you when you when you marry someone, it's. You're kind of saying like, I mean, the whole vow thing. You're like saying like, we're in this together. So exactly. Let's, let's make this work. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I really did. I tried to fucking yeah. I, 
tried to drop everything, get get where I needed to go, and, and make everything work out. You know, but, uh, I don't know if you remember this. It's uh-huh. a tiny, just a tiny little offshoot. But uh, you might recall it. I know you recall parts of it yeah. for sure. So um, do you remember when we went out and we met at the whistle stop, like for mm. one drinking session? You bet your ass. We I had we we were we had a great time. I had a great time. Dude, the whistle stop, real real quick, the best fucking bar it's, in town. It's a dude. great bar, South Park, right? South Park, yeah. yeah. It is a great bar. I went there once, and the only time I went was because honestly, I can't even recall why we like you. I think you mentioned to me like, oh, I go there after work sometimes. Yeah, come on down, and like that's so unlike me to go drive to South Park. You were in the area. You were you were randomly. I was working. I remember. Yeah, why and you was were like, you're like, hey, cause I'm gonna be downtown for some odd fucking reason. I can't remember why. That's so weird. I cannot recall why I was down. But there. I was like, oh well, let's let's hang out. Fucking Jeremy is like, dude, let's just go to the whistle stop, man. Yeah. And you, know, you you go there and it's just fucking, dude. It's a good time. It man. was a good time. I had a great time because you were there. You uh-huh. know? And, uh huh. And we were drinking. We were having a few brewskis and. And that was uh, when you you told me, like, well, you told me, but it, I think you were, like, kind of, I don't know if advice is the right word, but you're, uh-huh. like, just wanting to bounce off someone, your yeah. thought I do that of lot. moving to, to Oregon. I do that a lot. And you yeah. were telling me, you were like, hey, man, hey, cuz, you know, I'm, I'm looking to move and looking to kind of everything we've been saying, you know, um, start out on my own, really figure out, you know, what I, I want to do and, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, grow up, become an adult and all these things. And, um, however you want to pick, uh, however you want to say it. And you're like, one of the things that like impressed me when you were talking to me is like, you know, down here, it, it's really hard to like make a living for your family. Yeah. And I like, I have Eva, like Eva's the person I always think about and just down here, it's so hard to like really make it, you know, and I've been thinking a lot about going up to Oregon and up there I can get, you know, a really good job Mm -hmm. and by really good job, it's like making what you can make down here. But when you move up there, your money goes so much further. You could afford a lot more. So in that, you 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 were having like this internal like debate or crisis it's like an of ultimatum, like, like you're moving away from your daughter which is hard to do mm-hmm. but in doing that you can make your money go further and help her afford help her better life way more financially than mm-hmm. you could you know and and, and you were saying oh, this is such a hard decision cuz you know what do you think and I, I was like look nick just everything you're saying to me like you know, she, she she'll remember that you you left and you moved away. That'll be something she'll always remember. But she'll also look back on it and say, one of the reasons my dad did it was because he wanted to give me mm-hmm. a better life. Yeah. And me saying that to him, like, look, man, I think you know it's it's tough decision, but I think it's the right decision. Yeah, and I he did it, dude, dude. And that was huge. I did it in about like fucking two months or not even. It was like two, it was probably like two and a half weeks, like from start to finish of every, like everything being finalized. That is nuts. <laughs> but bravo. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was wild. a fucking clusterfuck of, of planning and all that. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I got it done and, and 
up there, dude. It was, was so another. This isn't a side topic. This no, is no, no, straight yeah. directly to it. So was it? Were you the one making most of the phone calls and arranging and this and that? And Every this and that? single aspect. Yeah. So that's that's a lot yeah, to that put was, on your shoulders. That was apartment calling apartments, fucking day in, day in, day out, uh, trying to reserve uh, virtual tours okay. of all these places. Yeah. Uh, filling filling out all the that's some the rental applications. Fucking, it that was is some grown up adult ass shit. Right. It there, was dude. a lot, dude. That's and, huge. And like. Yeah, I don't know. The one I did end up uh, sealing and like actually getting, uh-huh. I didn't. I never even saw sight unseen. It was a sight unseen. Well, the apartment that I got wasn't what I or what the apartment that I saw when I was in San Diego isn't what I got when I moved up there. Okay, so they pulled the old bait and switch on you. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it was great in the, in it the was long good. run. Okay. So the one I the one I had originally seen it was like a middle floor. So it had like the flat top roof, flat floor. You know, like mm-hmm. fucking square square. Apartment, okay, you know, and uh, it was very lackluster. It wasn't that great. I think it had like brown carpet, and okay. it was like kind of fucking ugly. But just what I got you a, need to live. Yeah, I got approved for a it. roof over your head, exactly. And then we end up getting there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you guys like applied for apartment four oh nine, right?" Like, "Oh well," and we we're driving up, and I remember. Fucking, I had just pulled like th- past the border of California into Oregon. Uh-huh. Like we got just got over Mount Shasta, which was the most beautiful. Th- it was like butt crack of dawn when we were when we were cresting over oh, the mountain. Man. You have just, pictures of this? I don't because I was driving oh. solo. And uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that is, that's another kind of funny story. Is you had to do this? You had to drive solo with this trailer hooked to your car through the fucking over mountains. Yeah, was it snowing or It wasn't snowing, but there's was snow on the sides. Okay. There's snow on the sides, yeah. but the what, roads what were time thankfully of year was clear. This? So it was in September. Okay. So it wasn't sure too bad. Sure there could have been snow. Yeah. yeah. And uh then I have fucking my wife trailing me in a smart car, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I could probably pedal to the metal going 60 miles. You guys miles had those hour. things in 4x4, four four, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, so we so we get up there and or no, we just we just passed the border. And uh, I get a phone call from the leasing office, uh-huh. and they're like, "Oh, your uh, your apartment's not going to be ready, you know? Like, oh, it's going to be like three days late. Uh, you know what? Uh, what can we do? Are you guys cool to just wait three days?" And I'm like, "Dude, I just left everything behind. I'm literally just now pulling through the Oregon border. I'm going to be there in five hours. Right. Like, I need a place to sleep tonight." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, well, we we really can't get that." the one that you applied for already, but we have, we have another one, you know, we can't do like a, a tour or anything. We could probably get it done in the next five hours. Like they had one that they were already working on. Okay. And I was like, fuck it, dude, I don't care. Like we just need a place to stay. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to be putting you guys in apartment 619. And I was like, wait, 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 and that was 619. A, and that was a sign for me, dude. I was like, what? I don't care. I don't have to see it. I'll take can, it. Wait, can we s- just real quick? Yeah. For I don't ma- someone who care. might not know what 619 is relevant to us. 619 is relevant to us because that's our fucking area code. Man. Yeah. And man. how crazy is that? That's a sign, dude. That's the universe speaking to you. Aaron uh-huh. would always say the universe speaks. You just have to listen. Yeah. It's so like, mo- you know, day to day going through the motions, like you may not hear the universe speaking, you may not like mm-hmm. understand what's coming at you, but if you listen, the universe speaks. And I feel like that is a moment <clears throat> when the universe was speaking. Yeah. Cause we fucking get up there 
And this bitch has vaulted ceilings. <laughs> it's got a brand new, everything's fucking like fully remodeled. It has like a brand new fireplace. Um, oh, it's like a huge. You ever fire that sucker off? All the time. Hell yeah. Dude, cause. you bet your sweet ass. The first thing I did was went on offer up and look for free firewood. <laughs> yeah. I think I drove like 20 <laughs> minutes to like some fucking redneck's house. Oh, that he's like in the man. backyard with a chainsaw. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's fucking like dipping his lip. Go over here, comes up, loads up our truck or my, my, my car with a bunch of firewood. And I think it was like oh, five man. bucks, dude. That's great. But, uh. Yeah, sure. Oh, and the fucking sure shit. I never knew how to to use a fireplace, so I lit that sucker up, you know, and all that. And fucking, I'm like, why is the house like filled with black smoke? You didn't I, do the air thing. Like, there's the, a flu. Yeah, I didn't flu. know there was a flu, and you know, I didn't open it, and so it's just we're Did just it getting not suffocated. The, didn't set the fire. Oh, off? it went off. Oh, it went off. Okay. First night we moved in, you know, new guys up here are fucking setting the fire alarm <laughs> off. Yeah, I was, I was super embarrassed, and then uh, yeah, I think I think one of the neighbors came. I was like, yeah, you you, you kind of have to open up the flu, <laughs> <laughs> and that that solved everything. But that was just super funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, we. Dude, I, I I think that was the the most I had saved, like in a short amount of time. I th- oh, to move up there, right? Yeah, I think it was like eight grand. You told me, and I was yeah, like jaw drop. I was like, whoa, that's wild, dude. It was a lot because I was I was working two jobs. I worked Domino's and I worked yeah. Uh, you were killing it, man. You really were. But, I mean, uh, you set you put a goal. You set a goal for yourself. Yeah, and. Dude, we haven't even covered it. The reason why I moved up there was a job, I was just a job opportunity. That. I was just about to ask that. So I was going to work so at the... Why, so what was the name of this town you lived in? So I lived in Beaverton. So why... Why Beaverton? Beaverton. Beaverton because they did approve us. But the job I was going for was in downtown Portland. Okay. And uh, which was only a 30-minute drive. how did you find drive. Like... Indeed, man. Okay. All right. So when I was in San Diego, it was like, okay, well, if I'm moving up to Oregon, I need to find a job. Okay. Too. So, and I don't want to, I don't want to skip over this. Why? What? How did you settle on Oregon? Uh, literally, there's so okay. So literally, I'm saying literally a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a there's a website for the art. I, I was an art handler. You know, that's what it was. Yeah. So there's you a, told me about that. Yeah. That's there's a right. website for art handlers called Packin, mm-hmm. and you could go on there and. Most all museums are, are kind of like in unison, like with their job yeah. postings and everything. Well, like if, if you work at one museum and you uh-huh. do a job at this museum, you could probably do the same job at another museum. Exactly. So like it works. So like if you it's wanted to pick up and move to another museum in another state, another location, and they're looking for someone who to do this job, uh-huh. if you did it in a museum 10 states away, you know how to do exactly the same thing in the other museum. Exactly. So, okay, yeah. They're, That's, I remember now that you're saying that. Yeah. So, yeah. so there was a, a, a lead preparator position at the Portland Art Museum, uh, PAM, Portland Art Museum. <laughs> PAM. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty original. Anyway, so I, I go up there thinking, sweet, I'm going to have a full-time position. Right. And it was for a lot more money than I was making down here. I right. think it was $28 in Oregon, which was better in a, in a state where there's no state tax exactly. and all that. So, like, quote, unquote, $28 in Oregon is like, it's like 30, $45 yeah. an it's hour. Like 38 The to way you can get your money to last, you know, to go further uh-huh. up there. Uh-huh. Exactly. So I was like, fuck, that's a no-brainer. That Okay, that's what you mentioned to yeah. me. When you when we were at the bar talking, as uh-huh. you were mentioning that exact position, and I had forgot, you know that you, that that is what you mentioned to me, uh-huh. and and so that 
that position is what drove that's you. What, that's what, yeah. yeah, that's what was the nail in the coffin. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, Oregon's it. Uh-huh. I did all the interviews, all that shit, and I got the position. They said, yeah, dude, when can you start? And I was like, as soon as I get an apartment in Oregon, and they're like, cool, yeah. we'll just keep in touch with us. So I had I had everything planned out. I was supposed to start, I think it was like the next Friday after I had moved into my apartment. And uh, I go and I start working there, you know, it was first week. Everything's fine. The dude who was supposed to retire that uh, I was taking over for, he's right. training me. Everything was great. And it was like a week and a half later, he decides he's not going to retire anymore and that I would be his assistant for less than I was making in San Diego. Oh, yeah, so I just no. was kind of like, fuck this. I had never heard that story, man. Yeah, so I was like, fuck this, not staying up here. I'm out, and I and I quit. You yeah. know, I was just like, fuck it, you know? I, I And I think that was, I think I kind of quit on a whim because I was more scared. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I just left everything for this, and now I'm going to be making less than I was in San Diego. Why did I move? So I think I was right. just like, fucking like, fuck this, I'm out. And I think I, at the, in the beginning, I was like, I'm just going to move back. But I think after a short, uh, short little break, like- I... I decided just time to like, process everything. Yeah, take my time, and, yeah. and I just I ended up working at Domino's. Like, no, I can for make this work. I can make this work. So yes, I worked. Oh, so at, there's Domino's out there that you were able to work at. Yeah, and I and I knew it too because I I remember I was like, fuck, dude, I I worked at Domino's in Lakeside here, and I was like, this is something that I could just do anywhere I go. Right. I remember I just called and I was like, yeah, yeah, I worked at Domino's driver in Lakeside or in in California. I was like. Yeah, you guys need any drivers? They're a brand new location. They're like, oh yeah, do you know all the shit? I'm like, dude, I was their best driver. <laughs> <laughs> and I went. And I only the- crashed my vehicle once. <laughs> they didn't know about that. I didn't say anything about about the major accident that got me fired from Domino's. They also didn't ask, so you know, oh, it's a don't ask, hilarious. don't tell policy. Yeah. But I ended up working at Domino's for like three months, and then I and then randomly, uh, my my wife fucking she would make friends anywhere she goes. She's super yeah. crazy social. She's mm-hmm. able to find... Probably like the most social <laughs> Dude, person I insane. know I've ever... She's super insane. She's yeah. She feels comfortable talking to anyone. Right. And it was like a... I don't know if it was... I don't know if it was a cultural thing. Uh-huh. But like she would like get out. Like out yeah. and do things more than anyone I've ever met in my life. It blew my mind. And I think that was one of the reasons why I was like, fuck... I, I want to like yeah. pick up on that. You know, right. I, I want to be able to do that. That's not I've a bad been, trait. I've been super introverted my whole life, but so she found these people on whatever her, uh, Facebook and they, they ended up connecting and talking and fucking this chick was like, Oh yeah. Like we came out from Turkey and we live here now. And okay. like we, we found work here through this, whatever fucking ad agent. There's like a work agency. Okay. I can't remember. Or it was a deco. Was the company? Is it is it like a like a um, like you go to this company because you came from like a foreign country or something? No, it's literally just a job job. Oh, agent. Okay. you could just go there and you give them your like. My name is Nick. This is my resume, okay, and they so go out can go and they pull jobs, and they're just like, okay, well, we have this job stocking shelves. Do you want to take that one? It's for this much. Okay. So there was a temporary position stocking shelves. At uh, Fred Myers. Okay, and this was you, or <laughs> this is this is this is she worked there already. She did something else. It wasn't grocery related. Okay. She found a At job Fred through Myers? Deco. No, oh. just through this ad agency. Oh, you mean so she went through she, this agency? She went through this agency first. herself. Okay, yeah. So she has a job through this agency. Do you remember what she did? 
I think she was like a technical, like an IT technical support or something like that. Like, oh, really? It's like an intern. She was like an IT. Yeah, knew, but it was like pretty good with software and stuff, or what? No, and that was what she was saying. She's like, she's like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, you could literally <laughs> just do anything. Like, they just need temp help, and you just come oh, in and you great. just bullshit your way around, and yeah. they they'll fucking pay you. So I was like, fuck, dude, that sounds better than delivering pizzas. So I ended up uh, stocking. Sh- it was around Thanksgiving time. And uh, I remember I, I was... So your temp help... My temp help the, was... For the, for the holiday. For the holiday. Yeah. Was to just stock shelves at Fred Meyer's. You okay. know? And, I, and, and, I, and, and Fred Meyer's like, is what? Like a grocery store? I'm not yeah, really sure. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of Vons down okay. here. Okay, sure. And uh, I think they, they stock a lot of Kroger stuff. But uh, I remember I was like, dude, if, if fucking David, my brother, and John can do this, and they've been doing it for so long, oh, it's it, cake it can't work. be that bad. Dude. It's cake work, yeah. But uh, so I think I, I worked there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I fucking crushed it, dude. I picked it up super fast. They love me, and they're like, "All right, well, we have a route open. You know, we have okay. a we have a full route. It's uh, full time work. It's uh, it's. I think they said what they introduced me at was forty five thousand a year. Which wasn't which wasn't <laughs> no, like listen, that's good. That's that's pretty damn good for grocery. Yeah, for grocery. Uh huh. Absolutely for a DSD. No, that's the that's the district. No, I wasn't a DSD. I was a fuck. I can't even remember what was I. No one cares what it, exactly what it was. But yeah, I was a, I was a merchandiser, merchandiser. But I was a, a sales representative, DSR, a DSR, a district sales representative, district sales rep. Okay, yeah. So I was a sales rep. Um, but in that point, you weren't working for Fred Myers anymore, right? No. So the company I worked for was DPI. Right, which I think you there's guys a have company, DPI. There's a company down here that does ex- essentially what you did, but when I worked at Vaughn's, they were called. Um, ooh, I can't remember what they were called, like specialty produce or something. It uh-huh. was like essentially the same thing, though, where they would come and they would stock like those really unique items. Yeah, that like Asian food. Yeah, like or the to- food like specialty tofu. Exactly. And like really weird stuff that like that was us at a grocery store. You. you the reason why we weren't ordering it um, ourselves is because it, it's typically like a high, um, like you end up throwing away a lot of it. Or, or I forget, I haven't been in the grocery store in like three years. It was it was a high perishable item, high, uh-huh. high more than just high perishable, but like it was an item that was so specialty that you had to be pretty precise on your ordering because if you ordered, you know. Too much, or you'd be spoiling you'd out. Spoiling a bunch. it if you and so if you always lowballed it, you'd never have the item you, in. Yeah, so you kind of get these companies that that like specialty, like are really exactly. good at stocking these items, so that you're never out and you're never throwing a bunch of it away. Yeah. So it's like they they're that like little middleman that's like, we're gonna make sure your shelves are always stocked, and we're gonna do our best to like not make you lose money off yeah. of it. Because no product being out of date. Exactly. Yeah. Make sure it's always rotating yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. But that was basically us, but we did uh, specialty foods. So Asian, Mexican, we did the European foods, uh, just basically fucking all the international foods. Okay. Um, and let me tell you, most of my money came from commission, which is fucking rad. So That's it was, great. It was, yeah. it was like a 45K salary a year, but I also got commissions. So the way it, like he explained it to me, he's like, He's like, it doesn't sound like a big number. It's like uh, z- zero point, or it's like point zero eight cents per dollar you get uh, per sale. 
He's like, fuck, dude, that doesn't sound like a lot. He's like, Wait, you say that again? Uh, so it's 0. 0.08. So eight cents per... Or no, or is that or a percentage? 0.008. So it's, is that it's a percentage? Of every dollar. So if there's a dollar... So an eighth of a cent an eighth, for every dollar. Yeah, an eighth of a cent for okay. every dollar. Okay. So I thought it was... I was like, that's not a lot, right. you know? But how much I would... I would be selling like $140,000 worth of fucking... What? Yeah, every every two weeks. So I'd be getting. Keep like, talking. I'm gonna do some quick math. It's it's fucking insane. I was getting like so. Give thousand, me like a, give me like a general like number sales number per month. Okay, so per month I would between both my stores in a month. Every day my orders were five k average per store. Okay, so but that's what would that that's be? cost to you. That's that's company that's oh fuck yeah I guess you're right so that's company cost so you would probably add because you're a couple thousand seven thousand in sales probably probably more than that dude probably you guys eight, are 8, making 000. like you got what do you know like profit margins because when I worked in produce like profit uh-huh. margins were huge we would always look at them like bananas uh uh-huh. real quick like bananas really low profit margin because it's your number one selling item and it's it bananas are like an item that draws people because everyone's going to come in oh buy a couple bananas yeah. and then they go buy this then then and then you're hoping that they go buy the stuff where you're making more profit on yeah so bananas at any grocery store or any anywhere that's selling bananas none of these places expect to really profit off bananas they're profiting but it's very uh-huh. small what they're profiting more off of in a in a grocery store or i mean like in a produce department at least, is like if you come in and buy a banana, very small profit. As you're walking out and you buy an avocado, that's where they get you. Ah. Profit on avocado, a lot higher, you know? That makes sense. So you put the bananas in the back of your department. <laughs> so they go, I mean, this is a, this is a so marketing thing. walk by everything you else You walk first. by everything else, ah. and then you get your banana, and as you're walking out, oh, I, I could use a avocado, sure. That's where the profit is. Ah. So I'll bet this company that you worked for they in okay and it this this is the way it is because all of these products that you're talking about same products when i used to work in the grocery store the the other reason why we use these companies or why not we i don't work there anymore why bonds and the grocery stores use these companies Uh is because your guys's profit margins those products specifically your profit margins are a lot higher much higher than like the stuff that the grocery store, like we order on a regular, like the stuff that we order, our profit margins are a lot lower. So like just for, a, you know, an example, like on avocados, our profit margin on avocados might be like 41%. So for every uh-huh. avocado we sell, we make 41% more than it costs us to buy it. So we'll buy it for, so we'll buy an avocado for, um, I'm just throwing numbers out. We'll buy an avocado for, um, 80 cents and sell it for a dollar 50. You know, I don't know if, th- if that's exactly no, 40%, yeah. but like we'll buy it for, ch- you know, cheaper and we'll sell it for a dollar 50 and we'll make a profit on it. Companies like what, where you worked. Yeah. You're buying something for like, you know, whatever the item is, you're buying it for like two fifty, and like you're selling it for price. like seven bucks. Yes. So your profit margin was way higher. Yeah. So if your sales, if you're, purchasing was like 5000 you're selling that for like 15 18000 yeah if you're selling everything that you buy if you're selling 
if you're selling to the public all $5,000 worth of the product. You know, does that make sense? It does, yeah. yeah. And and I just remember on average cuz it was pretty consistent how right. much I would how so much I would get in commission. Let's get a number. So like so what every what? every 2 weeks I would pull in commission around 450 to $500 every 2 weeks just in commission. On top of your salary. Yeah, my salary my salary came out to be like so you weren't hourly. So no matter how much time you put in a day, you were still making. No, I was still making the same. Okay, f- yeah. 15? So it was about. I think my my salary worked out to be about fifteen fifty. But after all my deductions, like my child support and all the other taxes uh-huh. and stuff, it ended up being around like eleven hundred. But my actual salary was fifteen. I think it was like fifteen fifty something. Okay. And then my commission, and that was two every two weeks. Every two weeks. Okay. And then my commissions were about five hundred. So I was I was. Making about two two grand every two weeks, about four grand a month. That's in Oregon. That's great. Which was yeah, which was really really good. So my my profits in commission were about four fifty to five hundred every two weeks, mm-hmm. and then I had about eleven hundred after everything deducted for uh, for my paycheck. So I was, it was about thirty three thirty four hundred a month, and my rent was only. I think it was like a thousand for a, a one bedroom with fucking everything I could ever want. Yeah. So I had I had a lot more money there. So it was great. I was able to send money back home and yeah, and and do well there. But I fucking hated doing grocery, dude. I hated it too. And, Nick. Being, and being a fucking sales rep, you would literally it's in your best interest to get in there before the store opens. So I'd be waking up at like one a.m. And then going into work at like two a.m. No, yeah, way. To, to try and be like, cause you and that was by decision. Were you? That was if I if I if I had something to do that day, or if I if I really wanted to get out there quick, cause I'm sorry. Yeah, you want to get your fucking job as done as fast as you sure. can. So uh, what I would do is I would fucking go in super early. Uh huh. And, and that, I would. What I'm saying when I say is that by choice, that wasn't someone telling you, "Hey, no, get in there at I one. Can go whenever I want." That's awesome. Yeah, but I mean, that's I, I did have days where I was super go- respectable that you were getting in there at 1 a.m. That's wild, or 2 a.m. For the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> and when I first started when I was a responsible young man, uh, yeah, I'd get in there at like 2, throw my freight. I'd probably have the board. I'd sometimes have uh, two boards to throw, and I'd, I'd fucking, I'd be able to throw two boards in like three hours. What they said, I think, I think the quote, or like the, what would you call it, the recommended speed at throwing freight is about a thousand dollars an hour you should be able to throw a thousand dollars worth of freight every hour so if i had a six thousand dollar load it would take me six hours but if no one's in that fucking store and i had a ten thousand dollar load i could probably throw it in five hours so it made a difference hell yeah so and people being in the store, it would just slow you down? Dude, yeah, because then you have people, oh, do you know where the fucking relish is? But like, did you have to help these fuck people? Fuck up, bitch. Did you have to even help them? no. Te- yeah, but, right, because what I remember is when I, those people who would come and, like, uh-huh. they did your job and would stock our shows. Like, oh, I don't work here. Well, the, yeah, that's all they would say. Be like, yeah. oh, I don't work here. You can go ask them. Yeah, and see, I. But you're just a good guy. Yeah, like so I would, to, I would totally just, yeah. I would, I would normally say like, oh, I don't work here, but I would always get embarrassed. So I'd be like, oh no, like let me go help you find that, and I'd take like fifteen minutes off my day oh, to go fucking yeah. walk around and and do all the shit. But uh, no, most most of the time I would try to get my th- my freight thrown before anyone showed up. That way, at the end of the day, 
Store is open. I'm just walking around with my fucking laptop, scanning items, fucking doing orders and all that. Like out of stocks and stuff? Or? Yeah, so I'd be, yeah, doing out of stocks. And uh-huh. and, and I, I had days where I would just do fucking backstock board and all that, which, I mean, I don't know if you guys did a lot of backstock stuff. Like, so it was like extra items that didn't fit to the shelf. Yeah. You'd wrap up, put it on a backstock pallet, and they'd put it up in the, in like the back Like refrigeration room. somewhere? Oh, I, I had a, yeah, I had a chill and a fresh. So okay. there, I, my chill would be... I had like dog food. One of my things was okay. uh, fresh pet. I don't know. Fresh pet. I yeah. I've seen fresh, fresh pet in our schools. That's DPI or in our stores. Not yeah. Schools. So fresh pet is DPI. Okay. Um, or at least for for Albertsons, Kroger, and uh, Fred Meyer's. Well, Albertsons is Vaughn's now. So <laughs> so they're probably it's probably DPI again. It, probably. Um. So yeah, it was like fresh pet cooler was me. Yeah. Uh, and then I had a bunch of. Ice creams, so or that was that was for freezer for uh, salsa was my chill. Okay, so I had uh, like La Mexicana. I yep. had. Uh, yeah, I've seen them. What else? That's cool that I this is these this, brands. It's cool <laughs> that I could just recall back to my grocery days. And yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Remember seeing I, cause, that? Yeah, because I mean Albertsons and Vaughn's fucking the same thing. They're the same. They they're owned by the same company now. So. Uh huh. So it's like probably a lot of the products I yeah. I knew. That you probably fucking touched your hands all over him, yep. you know. Maybe uh, me, well, I, I was pretty much strictly produce, but I—I uh-huh. I mean, I walked up and down the aisles my whole career there. The only thing I had in produce, I think it was gone by the time you quit, was a uh, sister's. Uh, their apple chips. Mm. And then we had also, a lot of apple chips, but I don't remember the brand sisters. Yeah, and I had a bunch of like nutritional vitamins and stuff like that. Okay. The fucking disgusting shit that no one. <laughs> that was the one thing I was really bad at. Like I would never. There's so much shit in like this nutrition area. Yeah, I wouldn't know which skews were mine. That I would just probably like have an out of stock hole there for like eight months. <laughs> I <would> just <laughs> never order because I didn't know it was mine. And that was the bad thing. Is like we. I think we had like 480 products that I had to remember, and some fucking like. Yeah, it took me forever to learn them, but uh, yeah, we had we had variety of everything. We went down. I think we had um, what is a pretty popular one? Did you guys have Stubbs for the barbecue sauce? Did you Did you know anything about like yeah, barbecue Stubbs. sauce? Yeah, Stubbs. My dad likes Stubbs. Yeah, <laughs> that's like his favorite barbecue sauce. That's us. Yeah, we were Stubbs. Oh, that's funny. That it's was like probably that my old man with the hat on. Yeah, yeah. That's my that was that was like my biggest seller. Like Stubbs was huge. Okay, that and then we did vintage soda. So never, like the classic sodas, like the sarsaparillas and the oh, cream sodas. Okay, all the old old timey. What's the brand of that? Uh, fuck. What was some of the brands? Um, fuck. I can't even remember. That's all right. It doesn't, yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, we did. We did a bunch. We did I a love bunch. cream soda. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, I don't even know why I went on this. Yeah, I mean, that was just what I had. That was what I ended up having to do by moving there. Yeah. I, I ended up having yeah. to work. And I worked there for the year and a half. Pretty much they, the whole year you were there? Yeah, they wait, loved wait, me. Dude. So you lived, you lived there for a year and a half? I lived there for a year. Yeah, that's what you said, a year. Yeah, a, a year. I don't okay, know why I said Not a year, year and a half. half. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to like, if you lived there for a year and a half, I wanted to ask, oh, wow, uh-huh. a year and a half. Like, No, I ended up. I ended about up. About a year. Dipping like a month before it became a year. I think we had a month left on our lease. Okay, and I and I left. How does that work when this is just like a complete side? Oh, thing. like how does it work when you break a lease? When is you break it? a lease, luckily I didn't. She stayed behind. My wife stayed behind, and uh, I I left to go to San Diego, so okay. she was able to finish oh, out the okay. lease. 
Um, so the, I w- there's no problems with that. But it was insane fucking transitioning from that to coming back here because I had nothing again. Right. You know? And what did you, when you came back, what would you get back into? And what was the time, like the year? Uh, so it was October. Or? Remember, oh. dude, remember it's like the, this is like the third or fourth day I got back. We had the Halloween party here. That was, oh, wow. So that was like, what, three years ago? It was Would 2019. You, it was October of 2019. Wow. That, that that was just like, yeah, that was just around the corner. Yeah. 2020 is like off the map. 2020 that doesn't, doesn't count, count as a it year. It doesn't count. That's not even a year. That's just a yeah. fucking mistake. Shit stain. <laughs> Wait, so that Halloween party that we had was 2019? Yeah, it's 2019. Are you sure? 100%. Where we all dress like... That was where I helped you set up the maze. Remember when we... we, That was out here. That was here. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like a Reno 901 party party. Oh, no. No, that was was a long time ago. I'm talking about when I came back from You were blowing my mind making me think that we had... Like it was that that soon? Because that was at Matt's old house. The Reno 911. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, wait, wait, wait. No, it doesn't seem like it lines up. But yeah, that's yeah, that's right. You came out here and you helped us set up that yeah. whole that whole thing. That was awesome. That was really yeah, cool. I had nothing else to fucking do. So I was yep. just like, hell, dude, I'll, I'll come over. I'll, uh, I'll help you set yeah, up Yeah, we set up shit. all the, the scary stuff. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then Matt was supposed to do a, a, a bigger one the next year. And then yeah, all this he, shit happened. He did. He did. He did. He did it two years in a row. Wait. 2020, I don't think he did it, did he? No, he didn't, but we set up two years in a row. Are you sure it wasn't 2018, man? No, it was 19. 1,000%. Trust me, wouldn't forget. Okay, (laughs) okay. Then here's what happened. 2018, we set it up ourselves Yeah, and did our thing, and it was cool. And then 2019, we went a little bit bigger than 2018. Yeah, and that was when I And the only reason I'm saying that is because this kind of pissed me off. Kids were coming up to our house like trick or treaters, uh-huh. and they were like, "Oh, this house did this last year," and they like didn't like it, and they're like, "Cause you know, one of the things is like we would put the bowl of candy, yeah, in like a this animated figure, so like we can press a button and the thing would like sh- scare yeah, all yeah, the yeah. kids, and the, a lot of the kids in in the on the you know in our block like kind of expected what was coming." So they like weren't as scared, and they like, they were like, "Oh, I remember they this last shat all over yeah, it." <laughs> they're just like, "Oh, this was cool the first time." You know, I was Aww. like, "Fuck, man, we we spent a lot of time." You don't this understand together, how much fucking shit went into yeah, doing this. Dude. So, wow, that was a great story. I I I don't know if you, I'd love to hear more if there's more to it. I mean, it, that's, I think that's wild that you spent a year up there. I think that's wild that you went through all those crazy hoops to make it work i think it's it was it was an awesome time Be- most beautiful place i've ever been yeah. so okay so all right let's take it a little bit away from yeah. your job and away from and let's get more into like the experiences up there let's talk about that okay so i mean first things first i think the second i stepped out of my fucking car there i could breathe mm. you know a man of asthma do you have that kind of experience in sonora too yeah, it's okay. just a lot, so a lot more fresh, fresh air. air. You seen that fresh air? Uh, so it, it was um, it was phenomenal, and we got there just in like this weird limbo period where there was no rain, okay. and it was like beautiful weather. Uh-huh. So I kind of got like 
you know, Tom Sawyer, like not Tom Sawyer, but like some trickery going on, dude. I got up there, it's beautiful. I'm like, this is gonna be great. <laughs> like, a week later, the fucking downpour starts. Oh shit! And a lot of a lot of it was raining. It was raining most of the time, and yep. and I mean, even in Seattle, which is like north of us, four hours. Okay, quick question about that because I've never lived in that kind of weather. Uh-huh. Um, did the rain? Did it get to a point where the rain was like? It was like less enjoyable. It was like depressing. Depressing. Yeah, it, it did. It, it took a toll on your mental health. I, like being locked indoors if you didn't want to go hang out in the rain all day. Yeah. It it was it was kind of fucked. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it kind of yeah it kind of took a toll for a little while. So last year when like right after my mom passed. Yeah. There it to me. I mean, it could have also had something to do with the passing of my mom. But for whatever reason, it seemed like it was just gloomy in San Diego for like three months straight. Really? And it really got in my head. And like I say, it could have been coupled with like my mom passing and like exactly. the whole like losing, the, the, whole the whole process. Dealing with like loss and stuff like that. But it was like every, I felt like every day I woke up, the sun just wasn't out. Uh. And then we had a like extended period of rain and this was like March 2020, so like, and then COVID, and all exactly. of these things like were, and I attributed it to the weather myself, like where I just felt like I felt really like sad, yeah, you know. And I was wondering if that was like kind of the same thing with like it, it rain does. daily, and so for so, and let me kind of talk a little bit more about that. Is like for me. Mm-hmm. Growing up and living in San Diego my whole life, I've never lived anywhere else. I've visited other places, sure, but I've lived here. For me, when it rains, I enjoy it because yeah. it's different. It's like it's sunny and in nice weather for the most part for, you know, 300-ish days a year. Oh, yeah. So when I get rain, it's a change and it's nice. It's cool. We always, you know... Like, I'll go to my dad's house and be like, hey, rain, good thing we needed it, you know? <laughs> but, like, when you live up there and it rains, like... It's a majority of the time. 150 days a year. Exactly. Or whatever. It's, or it's, it's about, gloomy. It's about half the year. 150 days a year. Yeah. Well, like, what? how does that... That affects your... Dude, it, it's, it gets a toll on you, man. Rain's not fun anymore, essentially. No. No, it's... It, it, I mean, it makes for a very beautiful, vibrant summer. Oh, yeah. It's like green. The, the summer there Lush. is phenomenal man yeah but uh yeah it's like the apartments we had had a pool but you couldn't go in it 200 days of the year because <laughs> it's either snowing or it's just fucking, a lot of snow a lot of snow where you yeah in? dude there was there was some times where i got almost snowed in couldn't go to work i never got chains and i never got studded tires i would just fucking roll the dice and drive to work <laughs> i i actually had an instance where i was i wasn't even going fast it was like it was relatively fresh snow on the ground and uh I was driving to work really early in the morning. I'm just like, fuck, I got to get there. And I was coming up on a red light. And I'm only going like 5, 10 miles an hour at tops. And mm-hmm. I'm about 300 feet away from this stop, like stoplight. 300 feet? Okay. <laughs> it's like pretty far. Yeah. And I, I, I like tap on the brakes and I'm not slowing down. I'm literally just sliding. I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, I hope to God that I actually stop like before the fucking stoplight. And I got halfway into the intersection and I was just like, fuck it, dude. Everyone else noticed like, okay, this car is not stopping. Yeah. So I was able to just kind of like gently hit the gas and like get onto the get freeway the right there. there. <laughs> but I could have fucking died. Was that was like, a butt pucker moment. Exactly. You hit, you hit a little bit of ice there and you're just, you're, you're, 
you're gone with the wind. Jesus take the wheel at that fucking point, dude. <laughs> and luckily, he took me straight into the middle oh, of the intersection man. where I could fucking get into get onto the That's freeway. Wild. But uh, there was actually there was two times where I I couldn't go to work. I was actually snowed in. I, like yeah. my car like couldn't the plows leave. didn't plow no the roads and stuff. That or? was the thing is like our apartments where we were like they they plow the fucking main road. Sure as shit. But like I was in a, I had a covered stall for my, uh, for my car. Uh-huh. So it was like away from the weather and all that. Yeah. Not the streets. There's fucking snow about four feet, not four feet. It was probably like, like it was like knee high. Okay. It was a lot of snow. I couldn't get my car out because they didn't fucking plow the parking lot. So I was like, I can't go to work. They're like, you need to come to work. So I, he, my boss actually like ended up. Picking me up. Oh, shit. Yeah, he like l- drove like 45 minutes oh, wow. from his house to come pick me up, then take me to work because like the snow got that bad. That's wild. So I didn't ask this before. Or you didn't mention it. How many days a week were you working? No, it was full time. Five well, days a week. Five days a week. Okay. Yeah. Did you get weekends off or? Yeah, it was set schedule. I was Monday, Monday through, through Friday. Friday. Never worked the weekends. That's cool. And uh, it got to the point where I was just like fucking, I would like, do my work so fast one day that I would just fucking, I'd only work for three hours, go home, sleep for like, for like all day. And then I would like come back to the store and write my orders. But you're, not, you're supposed to like work all day. Right. But there or uh, there would be other times uh, where I'd fucking, I'd wake up at like three in the afternoon and like go and only write an order, not throw my freight. <laughs> <laughs> like you're never, you're always supposed to throw your freight for the right. day. But I'd be like, oh, I'll just write like a guest order. Like oh, I have some of that there on the backboard that I didn't sell, so I'll just I'll order another one. <laughs> and, but uh, yeah, like I took advantage of that job so much, and they love me. All right, we're back. Another uh, beer reload yeah, and piss. <laughs> but uh, you, you get it out, and then you put more in. You know, you got it. You got to keep. It's it's a never ending river of uh of of love. That's what circle that's of life. It's some, a circle some of life. Yeah. yeah. It's the the brew of the brothers, <laughs> but uh, yes, I mean, I I shouldn't have gotten away with a lot of the shit that I did there, but they were very very cool to me. I got in some trouble there a few times, uh, fucking uh, yeah. So we had company phones, um, yeah, just like these shitty little fucking phones. They weren't iPhones. No, feel, dude, they were like, like these fucking retarded ass. Fucking Nokia, old, what? like, Google. And this is, like, what, 2018? Yeah, they were really budget phones. And um, I remember I was at work, and I was just like, do you never, this is one of those, like, forbidden rules you never do. And uh, I was fucking watching porn on it in the bathroom <laughs> at work, fucking crank, <laughs> cranking monkeys <laughs> with the company phone. <laughs> This not, just took a turn and I yeah, love it. Dude, not thinking about what I was doing. No it's way. Fucking, and I think I did that for like, it was probably like three or four times. And then I get a call from my boss and he's like, yeah, dude, I don't want to make a big deal out of this, Nick, but uh, we know you're watching <laughs> porn at work. <laughs> no I'm like, oh, way. dude, yeah, like, I'm sorry. That's you know, hilarious. I just, I like, Why didn't you use your own phone? I didn't, I don't know, dude. Because well, I usually didn't keep my phone on me because if I had my work phone. I keep like my phone in my car. Okay, but uh, that is so funny. And man. I was just I was I was my own boss, dude. I didn't have anyone to. No yeah. one was telling me what to do at work. So I was like, "Fuck, you know, I want to go crank one out. I'm gonna go fucking crank one out That's in the employee so restroom." Hilarious, dude. But uh, yeah, dude. And uh, he, I remember he's he's just like, "Dude, I don't want to make because me and him we were super fucking tight. He would like we would go fishing together. Me and my boss. You go fishing? 
Yeah, dude. He was he was fucking was super he, cool. Was he like age wise pretty close to you? No. Or? no, I think he was probably like forty nine. Okay, he was a little older. I had a boss like that. I mean, David had the same boss, Mitch. Yeah, he's the one that bought you guys the knives, the Skeletools. Oh, uh, that was our other boss. That was, was our it? boss, Kyle. Oh, okay. also a cool guy. I like Kyle a lot, but Mitch. Uh-huh. So him you and I guys never got high with Mitch. That's David right. told me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mitch, Mitch is a guy I think about often, very often. Yeah. He's huge impact on my life. David, I, I won't uh-huh. speak for David, but. Like just knowing the impact he ha- that Mitch had on my life, you yeah, know, I could confidently say that David probably had some sort of experience like that with Mitch too. Oh, okay. and I won't say to what it, what level, but I just know I did, mm-hmm. you know. And I I just would say like I don't see how anyone else around like in Mitch's circle couldn't have the same experience, you know. Exactly. But um, we never fished, you know. We never really did. Honestly, I only saw him outside of work three or four times total. Uh, but just a boss who, like, you respected him as a boss. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But when you were around him, you never felt like he was your boss. It's, it's like the, just a the cool, homie vibe. really, like, a guy you wanted to work for and you wanted to perform for and do well for. Uh-huh. But he never made you feel... Like you were a piece a of crap subordinate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was him. And I don't know, maybe you had the same experience with this guy. Um, yeah, totally. Fucking, he was super cool. And he like fucking was riding my dick from day one. Like he's okay. the one that I, that I interviewed <laughs> with and he's like, yeah, dude. Fucking. So what exactly was his job? If you were the guy stocking shelves. So he was the district man. He was making sure you stock shelves. Exactly. Okay. He was like, okay. He was in charge of the the whatever. Like all of the guys stocking of, shelves. Well, he was like California and Oregon in charge of that fucking oh, area of shit. all DPI. But he lived in Oregon. But he lived in Oregon. Okay. And uh, he was he was yeah he was in charge of that entire fucking like division area division. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That so was, he was the division manager. He was the division manager okay. of that. Yeah. Wing. We had division managers in, in Vons too. And uh yeah, so then he he would make sure all of his DSDs, like the what the fucking distribution sales or DSR distribution sales representative yeah. or whatever, of the different areas were doing their job right. Okay. Like, okay, Portland guy, fucking store three two one, are they doing good? Right. Like, so he okay, would travel a lot, I would assume. He would travel a lot. Okay. Like if if there was someone out in Eugene four hours away that that needed a leave of two weeks that, and there's no one else to cover it. He would have to fucking drive out there and and go do that. But, um, so the, yeah, he, he fucking loved my ass from day one. (laughs) He's like, I fucking, I I respect you. He's like, and I think it was more cause I was like Cali vibe and all that. And he loved like talking about uh, with him. No, he, I, I, I think it like it came up a couple times, and he would like joke about it. Like he'd hint towards it, okay? Because he had another employee, Aaron, I think was his name. And dude, this motherfucker, he was the biggest stoner, but he's the fucking hardest working motherfucker ever. He We're, would be. I've, I've worked with a guy like that. Yeah, biggest stoner I've ever seen. Just the hardest working. Fucking he fast best work ethic. Best work. Yeah. Uh, crazy. But uh, yeah, so he. I mean, David. Yeah, David smoked fucking. Well, I wasn't gonna say what way. David does, but I'm just saying David's a fast motherfucker, dude. Yeah. David, when David like 
kicks it into gear. Uh-huh. It's like something I have never seen in my life. Like I, faster, like I can never reach the it's machine the heights that, that David reaches. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've yeah, I've, I've watched him throw afraid, dude. It's just machine was just like slides fucking box open. Boom, boom, boom. Wait, boom, are you talking about? Your, we're both talking about your brother, right? Yeah, my brother David. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah, say, I didn't, I've, when I've you called into it Vons, freight, when you called it freight, we didn't call it a freight. And David, David listens, right? Yeah, he listens. Yeah. David knows we don't call it freight. We call it a load. David, a load. Him and I throw the load. Throw you know, load all throw over the, the load. Place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny little tiny little side story. Uh-huh. We used to get deliveries of the of the grocery load every day. Yeah. And the grocery load, we didn't stock the grocery load. We just stocked produce. Okay. We, we would write our own produce loads, and we would stock our own produce loads. We would get a grocery load every day at our store that we worked mm-hmm. at together around like eh, between 4 and 6 p.m. Yeah. So load would come to the back, and we hated having to bring it in. The the checkers up front and the the supervisors up front, they'd be tied up with customers or whatever, and they'd, they'd like always make produce bring the load in, right? Yeah. When they'd make produce bring the load in when they had meat department, they had bakery department yep. they had deli department they had essentially anyone else they could call on to bring the load in but the, they always called on us and they themselves could have brought it in they could take a supervisor and walk back to the back of the store and bring the load in but it was just most convenient for them to be like hey produce go get the load we hated it right yeah so what we would do every day <laughs> is like our little way of getting back at the the you know, the man up front <laughs> is we'd get on the, the intercom of the, like, so everyone in the store could hear us. And we go, if we can get a supervisor to come to the back, we have a very large load that needs to be received in the back. We have a huge load that needs to be received in the back. Please, the manager come address us. Please come back and receive this huge load. <laughs> we would do that every day. And then what would happen is they, they would, from, from the front, they would call us and be like, yeah, you know you're going to take that in, right? And we'd be like, yeah, we just wanted to let you know it was here. <laughs> and they didn't realize, like, we were shitting on them Making in that like moment. Joke. Yeah, so it was, it was great. That, so we, anyways, we called it a load. You call it freight. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, so, I mean, what was I saying? Well, you were talking, <laughs> you were talking about throwing freight with your, and your boss, your boss, was making sure everyone was throwing their freight. Oh yeah, my boss. Yeah, my, my boss. Well, he would see that I, I even with how many fucking items. Actually, we had, specifically, you're talking about this high guy <laughs> who threw freight. Oh, hella fast. Aaron, dude. Yeah. yeah. He, so this motherfucker could he could throw freight like a goddamn animal. And he's older. He's probably like probably like close to fifty. But okay. he's, he's just like a young. So he fucking, was an older stoner. Yeah, he's super fucking super chill. He's a big stoner, but he's like. Uh, I remember he would always come help me because he was a he was a fill in. Like if if we needed if we had a ten thousand dollar load and we needed to be out at a certain time, he they'd send Aaron in. He'd okay. come in. Was he kind of in the morning. Oregon area? Yeah, he lived he lived like probably like two minutes away from my house. Okay, well, what where did he <laughs> serve? If you served that area, where did he serve? He was a tent, or he was not tent, but he was like a what do you call it? Like he's a just, sub. Kind of like sub. He's he like, would just fill all the locations that needed help. You tag him in. He's fucking uh. Okay. Like I need help. You know. Yeah. So he would just float. Did he make a lot of money that way? Uh, he. So the benefit to doing that is you get paid from door to store, and from store to door. Oh, okay. So you start getting paid the second you fucking leave your house. You not like not when you get in. to work. Yeah. Yeah. 
So okay. his clock in is fucking walking out. So his then front he door. was hourly, essentially. He was hourly. Okay. But he would also get miles and okay. clock in basically right. from, from door to store. Uh, but yeah, dude, that motherfucker would come throw freight with me all the time, and he we ended up like going frisbee or uh, ultimate frisbee or like frisbee golfing. See, I'm excited when we start getting into your experiences up there because you're telling me a lot yeah. of cool stuff you used to do. But you dude. can finish. Go ahead and finish your. So the fr- frisbee golf, I I had, I had never done it before. No, I don't want to hear about frisbee golf yet. Just oh. finish your your thought on like of how. He would throw freight, and he was he was a good guy. And then we talked about your boss, how like oh, your yeah. boss was cool or not cool, like kind of uh-huh. relating it back to Mitch a little bit. And uh, well, yeah, Mike, my boss was fucking super rad. Had a huge boner for me. You liked working for him, yeah. Well, I liked working for him because I could get away with whatever I wanted. You know, I was I was kind of able like to, you can get away with murder. Yeah, basically, yeah. I was. I mean, there was, dude. This is probably not a good thing to say, but... Uh, well, you don't work there anymore, so... Yeah, I would... I, I mean, there's times where, you know, a case of fucking spaghetti sauce would go missing. <laughs> and it might be in my backpack as I'm walking out the building. Was it expired or... Maybe I just wanted spaghetti that night and I sold it. <laughs> it was one of my products. I mean, why would I not have spaghetti? And he was totally chill with it. He would just be like, yeah, dude, just make sure you spoil it out first. Oh, he didn't even care. He didn't care, dude. He oh, loved me that much. He wouldn't, he wouldn't let anyone else do that. Okay. But he's like, oh, yeah, dude. If you, oh, like, oh, have you so tried our new our since thing? He's, he probably still works for the company, I would assume. <laughs> oh, he does. Then we just won't say his last name. Yeah, we won't ever say his yeah. last name. Yeah. But uh, could yeah. be Mike Wazowski for all we it know. Is, well, it was Mike Wazowski. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Yeah, he, he fucking would be like, oh, yeah, we have a new product in. Like, oh, you really like that? You tried it? You liked it? Take a case home. Yeah. And I just fucking take a case home, dude. So he's super he's super chill with me. But uh, Aaron, also a fucking really cool guy. And I didn't know he smoked weed. And uh, he invited me to come do, like, Frisbee golf with him. Okay. I was like, that's kind of weird, you know, dude. You know like, we have a Frisbee golf in CNT? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like frisbee golf? I love it. I love frisbee. Oh, I don't. I need to get my I own. I only played it once. I need to get my own discs. But, but I would uh, love to play frisbee golf. Yeah. With I used, you. I used to. Dude, I would love to, too. Okay. I used to go to Morley Fields all the time. Yeah. With, with, with Jeremy. We'll set that up, but. Yeah. We'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so I went I went frisbee golfing with uh, with one of my coworkers. Uh-huh. And it was Aaron? a little. Aaron. He's a little. It was a little awkward because I was like, fuck, this dude's older than me. Like, we have nothing to talk about. First thing that happens when I pull up to his house, walk inside. This motherfucker's got Clouds. like huge tote bins, just like fucking chest high of weed. <laughs> and he's just like the entire house is just cloud fucking super smoky from weed. And he's just like, do you smoke? I'm like, thank God you said something because <laughs> I do, you know. And uh, we had the greatest time. Did we got super big, played fucking golf or frisbee just golf? You two? Yeah, just us two. <laughs> just shooting the shit. And came back to his house and he's like, dude, you need some weed? I was like, I'll take some. Motherfucker loaded up like a gallon Ziploc bag of weed. <laughs> it was just like, here you go. You can have did it. Did you and your your wife at the time do it together? Or? I would just use it just you? myself. Uh, yeah, my was wife. Was she about it or not about she, it? Or? She would sometimes. Okay. It was just rare. And it was like. Okay. It wasn't like something she was really interested in. I guess my more question was like, was it <laughs> something you? It was something you did yourself. More myself. Like it, well, like was it like? It was okay to do it. Or yeah, it was like, totally okay. okay. Cool. All right, that's uh, what, that's what yeah, I was, was asking. Fucking totally okay. okay. And really, I I wasn't that interested in it at that time. Yeah. 
Um, like I smoke a lot more now than I did back then. Really, yeah. what I would do because I had a hookah and I would just sprinkle up there. Some, yeah, okay. and when I was up there, I'd I'd just fucking sprinkle some in the hookah. Yeah, and smoke Sprinks. it like that. Sprinks. Yeah. That's one of the things you guys <laughs> mentioned in. Uh, I think I think it was a podcast Garrison's you had episode. with Garrison. Yeah, is you kept saying the word sprinks, sprinks, sprinks. Yeah, and like maybe certain listeners might not know what you mean by the sprinks. context of that. Well, yeah, we always called sprinks were. The, what you were sprinking in your hookah was weed. Yeah. So you you'd pack a regular bowl of hookah. Yes. And you would sprinkle a weed, bit of weed on, on top. top of it, and you would get high while you smoked hookah. High as fuck, and you get the spins because yeah. so hookah, much inhalation. That and tobaccos naturally just kind of gets right. you a little dizzy. So I think I did a, I, I did sprinks with you guys a few times. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah. That's it, usually what brings out Stonewall Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, Stonewall. <laughs> There's some good stories. Though, he's Stonewall. famous in his own right, yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he's 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 gone away. <laughs> <laughs> For the time being, at least. Yeah. He comes, he'll come out every now and then, but... But uh, the weed was great. Okay. And Aaron's weed was great. Aaron's weed was great, and he grew it himself, but... Uh, oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Oh, dude, he showed me his plants That's out That's probably back. why he had so much. Fucking just... Oh, dude, they're like 12-foot-tall plants. Not 12. They're like 8-feet-tall plants, but he okay. has like 10 of them. This okay. motherfucker harvests like a gnarly man. Good for him. But uh, and it's totally cool. Like, you could walk down the street, fucking smoke a joint, and like cops really, you're not supposed to, but they don't fucking care. This is Oregon. This is in Oregon, this yeah. This is kind of how it is. Like- yeah. Like, uh, at, at the weed shop that I used to always go to, um, there'd be people just chilling outside, fucking smoking joints, whatever. Okay. And then, like downtown Oregon, we would be walking. Beaverton, around. yeah. Well, no, th- no, this is like Portland area, okay. like Portland. How far Oregon. is Beaverton from Portland? About twenty five minutes. Oh, that's not bad it's at not, all. No, we that's were, like living in Santee, where we live now. Well, yep. you live in Lakeside, but Santee yeah. and Lakeside neighbor each other. That's like driving down to Dan-ta- downtown San Diego. Exactly. So yeah. that's that's about that's about what my commute that's was great. to to there. But I also worked in fucking Washington. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to I had to drive a little you know, further. How many stores did you hit when you were I had two two myself. I had a Vancouver Washington store, which was it was right over you you'd cross the bridge that went over the uh the Wilmette River. Okay. And that would take you into Washington. Okay. And uh right right like the first fucking exit over the bridge is where my okay. my other How long store of a drive was? was that? That one was about forty five minutes. Okay. And then my Not my too bad yeah my Portland store was about thirty minutes so yeah. it's about a fifteen minute drive from Portland to Vancouver okay not far at all basically just hit the fucking bridge and then once you're over yeah you're in the you're in Washington okay so I I mean technically I worked in two, two states. states yeah so that's kind of cool <laughs> but uh did you ever chill in Washington and like check it out dude <laughs> yeah so there's actually um. Pretty weird. I randomly. I, it's I, maybe now the time to get in like your experiences up there. Yeah, let's get into I think it. We're, dude. we're coming. We might be past like your work and all that shit. And uh, I think we just need to call out Nick. Is just um, huffing back on some inhaler some right inhaler, now, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I talk so much and I talk so fast, I get out of breath. Is that what I'm, happens? Yeah. I really. Yeah. I just like I'm, I'm, my, my breath is coming. Smoked like, zero <laughs> puffs. It's just all. Yeah, dude. Well, I, I do smoke. I smoke a lot of cigarettes, so uh, my my oh, lung yeah, capacity is not help. great. Yeah. But uh, when did you? What, just real quick, real tiny little side story. When did you start smoking? Like when did I start smoking? Like as a as a thing. Fucking my wife. Oh, cause she smoked, right? Yeah, like That's they, right. yeah, they, they were 
big, big smokers. Uh-huh. Like David and, and his well, his David's girl he been was a smoker with. for a while. Yeah, I kind of watched David's transformation into smoking at Vaughn's because we worked together. You want to know how he got started smoking? Was it with them? No, you were there. Tell Aaron's me. video, the fucking Canis Nostrum. Oh, that got David. That, remember, because he's like, percent right." Aaron's dude. biggest thing was like, "All right, there's going to be cigarettes flying left and you're right in this." Absolutely thing. right. And I smoked in that video. You did, but I just didn't like it, or it didn't give me the effect that I. <coughs> I I mean, I wasn't inhaling it. I was like doing yeah. the thing where you like bring it in your mouth and you blow it you out. Just blow it out, yeah. And David, maybe David inhaled it, and that's what the difference was. Yeah, and I think he just kind of, he just stuck with that's it. That's wild. I forgot that that's exactly how David started smoking. That but was, that was when we worked at Vaughn's together. Ah. Uh, so that's, so I just know it was during the time that we worked at Vaughn's is when he got he got into smoking. Yeah. yeah. And that and was, it, there, I would come out, We sometimes we would take breaks together, and I, I would go out there and I'd, you know, he'd be smoking in his car. I'm like, Dave, what are you doing? <laughs> You're a smoker now? This is a, this is a new habit you just fucking picked yeah, up? Yeah, and it must, it obviously was after Canis Nostrum. That was, that was oh, the, that was the thing that, that hooked him, man. Yeah, that's, <laughs> all right. So, um, we were talking about David getting into smoking. Smoking. Yeah, from Canis Nostrum. But that wasn't what originally started the conversation. We were talking more about, um, how you started smoking. Yeah, so I was never really a big fan of smoking, right? Ever, you know. I'm, but I think one thing that runs in our family is like the addictive personality. Addiction, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. In, in I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm subject to that myself. Yeah. Um. There's things that. I mean, a, a, a common one in in I'm sure you could speak to this too. Uh-huh. I, I know something that I'm addicted to. Is like getting home from work and sitting down, yep, and throwing something on. Like yep. I, I like I I call it like mindless self indulgence. It's just oh, like yeah. it's like doing something that that I could just make ha, let my mind fixate on and, just and turn it, off everything else. and turn off everything else and just like exactly potato just become a potato. Oh yeah, and I think that's and I don't think it is. That is an addiction. I'm addicted to that. Like just the feeling of turning things off. off. Yeah. Yep. Turning everything off and letting my brain just veg out. Yep. And not have to worry about like the fucking anything. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is. Uh, but yeah. So g- keep going. How? So like smoking and. Yes. I mean, that, I think that was that was the cards against me. When uh, that all started, yeah. you know, fucking, I mean, I had smoked in the past, dude, my first cigarette, you know, me and my brother fucking rolled up some, uh, some loose leaf tobacco and, and some Bible pages. <laughs> was this up in This Sonora? is up in Sonora, yeah. We were, <laughs> we were smoking hand rolled cigarettes at, at a age like nine or 10. Oh shit. Out in of Bible? Bible? Pages, yeah. <laughs> How... And my, How ironic is that? I, was I th- well, I think we all starting we, a vice with Bible pages. We've always <laughs> described it as Bible. It might have been a it might have been a dictionary, but we've always we, we're gonna stick, stick with the Bible. We're gonna stick with Bible pages, <laughs> yeah. but it was most likely dictionary pages. Yeah. But uh, I like I like to go with the Bible pages because it's, it's way just, better. Story. It sounds better. Yeah. But next um, time you tell a story, don't even mention the yeah, dictionary. Yeah, I'm not even mention the dictionary, <laughs> dude. No, yeah, we were fucking. It was uh, what was it, John three fifteen. John that, uh, 316, 316 is the was one, yeah. yeah that was that was the page yeah fuck the page before I think he's talking about like anal sex or God something gave, one, yeah. God gave his only begotten son yeah is 316 for some 
something for some like cigarette that. papers and, yes, and two something kids. Like yeah, that. yeah, that's that's how that one goes. He turned he turned one cigarette into two into cigarettes. Two cigarettes. Yeah. Instead of water into wine, it's turning Bible pages into blunts. So, yeah. uh, that's Bible pages <laughs> into blunts. <laughs> that was that was how we that's how we took oh, the situation. Man. And uh, I think I think that's the name of this episode. Bible pages Finn to blunts. sessions, Bible pages into blunts. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love it. Write it down. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I mean, I've I've done it before. I was never never fucking addicted, but for some reason, those fuckers, all those ladies in that group, smoked like chimneys. And David had already smoked like a chimney, and he had one of those those girls. And I was fucking, I was seeing another one of them. And I was like, God damn it. If they're all smoking, I'm going to smoke too. That's when you started? Yeah, it was pretty regular too. And I I, I took it up like a goddamn pro. I think I was smoking a pack a day (laughs) after like like the first week, man. Oh, man, that's rough. But uh, yes, I just got, I just got, and I was always, the person was like, oh, I'll never get addicted. Like, I I don't have an addictive personality. And yeah, dude, I've been smoking ever since. When you say that, it it reminds me, and like, I want David to, like when David comes on, uh-huh. I'm not saying I have to be on that episode, uh-huh. but I want to be like, make I, sure he mentions certain things. No, 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 no. He could talk about anything he wants to talk about. I have no, like, I, I don't want to steer his thoughts in any way whatsoever, uh-huh. but I like, I would either love to also be a guest on that episode yeah, or just be a silent observer and like be in the room uh-huh. while you and Wyatt talk to him. Like, I just want to be there. Cause like, you know, me and me and David were the same age growing up yeah. and we were like really close. And then we worked together for like six or seven years. I can't, I don't know exactly the time, but like we were so we, we experienced so many things together. Yeah. So like the things that I feel like he would talk about, like I would just, it would make me happy inside to just hear the things like his perspectives coming out of yeah, his voice, just the yeah. perspectives on things. And, um, so like when I, I, it would just make me happy to like somehow be involved in that episode. So or whatever. we, we actually can do that cause we have the three mics with us. And then we're gonna take David on a on a Bluetooth on a call, call. right? right. I would so love we that. we will we will have the the opportunity. And I think anyways, in, in that, <clears throat> um, well, because you guys spent so much time together, we spent so much time together. Yeah, we really did. I mean, like, in even if that time was just the the like time we professional spent at work related, together, yeah, it's like but it, but it was never. I never felt like he was a coworker. Oh well, yeah. He was always my cousin first uh-huh. and a coworker second, you know? Well, and I'm sure that showed through a lot of the shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, dude. To. Everyone that, like, once people realized that we were working together and we uh-huh. were, like, because we didn't, like, walk up to someone and be like, hey, my name's John and I work over here with my cousin David, you know? Uh-huh. There was always that moment where, like, people would walk up to us and be like, I heard you and David are cousins. Is that true? And be like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, we're cousins. And be like, that explains everything. Uh-huh. That is everything I needed to know about you guys because that's the way you guys act at work. This fits the dynamic. Yeah, it fits that you guys exactly have. how you guys are. And um, it's yeah, that was it was really special. It like half of my Vaughn's experience was working. And being an employee at Vaughn's, and half of my Vaughn's experience was working next to David, one of my best friends, every single uh-huh. day. You know, and uh, it, I mean, I, it was it was a really I loved it. 
I loved every second of it. Um, you know, there were shitty days, and probably the shittiest days were days days where you guys David, weren't working together. David didn't work, <laughs> you know, or David, you know, like I I went in for an early shift and David came in for a late shift or vice versa, did, uh-huh. you know, and I just didn't get to see my my best bud, you know. I was like, dude, and he's fucking told me some of the. The stories that have happened. Oh, in we those got into back all rooms, kinds but, of shenanigans, uh, dude. I say, I hope to God he brings up some of them. Oh, uh, he'll. I, that I, I feel like when you put us on the episode together, uh huh. That's when those stories will come out. Because if David comes on alone, it um, it might be harder for him to tap him. Yeah, exactly. So he'll call. He'll him. recall stuff for sure. Or, you know, in I haven't really myself recalled any of those times. But when you get us. In a in yeah. a space together, feeding off and we're each just other, bouncing off those yeah. things, it'll really come out the stupid shenanigans. That I'm, we got say, into. I'm excited because just from the small stories I've heard, it just fucking sounds like you guys did some of the Dude, funniest shit. We had shit. so much fun. Like you had a lot of fun in your in your uh-huh. last job, but were you working with like one of your best friends Never. growing up? No. Yeah, and no, no, Wyatt. No. Wyatt had a great time. You know, he's he, he worked with what he's doing guys, now. Right? What's that? Did he work at your store? Wyatt didn't. Wyatt worked with Chris. Coaches. He worked on Wyatt Lost Coaches and Chris, Chris worked yeah. together for a while, so I'm sure they have some a lot, of, a lot too, of fun yeah. stories. And Devin, too. And they could talk about those things. But me and David, we worked at the same store separately from everyone else. Yeah. And longer than I think any of them did. So, like, you know, Wyatt and Chris and Devin, they all spent their time at it's Lost like Coaches. Year. But I don't think it was, like... The amount of time, I'm no, pretty certain it? that like Wyatt went off and did the Geico thing, and Chris went and did construction. That's right. That's yeah. right. Chris left um, Vaughn's for for um, he did countertops, right? Yeah, granite, granite, right? And um, so you know they split off and did their own thing. But me and David were at Vaughn's. So I started in 2009. David started in 2010. So just a year later, uh-huh. and we worked. Very closely in produce from probably 2000, I would say 2011 to when I left that store in 2017. So 2017? six years, six years, me and David would go to work every single day for the most part. You know, I would say probably about at least five days a week. Have, have a shift together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not five because we both, if we both worked five days a week, then we would have a shift together probably four days a week because uh-huh. we kind of had the same shift. You know, like one of us would be the bridge shift from like 11 to 7 or 10 to 6. Yeah. And the other one would be the closer, right? Oh. So like, yeah, it was like 12 to 9, 1 to 10, whatever. But we saw each other for an extended period of time every day. And it was, I loved it, man. I loved that part. I loved yeah. I loved going to work every day knowing that I could see my cousin and more than just my cousin, like, <laughs> One of my closest friends. <clears throat> Dude. I loved it. And I think he'll uh I think he's gonna reflect that yeah. as well. And he'll when he's he'll be here. able to tap into those things yeah. that I may not Dude, remember we'll, or think about. We're probably gonna hear some stories that maybe I he's my brother and I've probably never heard yeah, some yeah, of yeah, things, yeah. you know? Because <laughs> I guarantee you sure as shit he listens to the shit we recorded even with you, and there's probably things that I've said that he doesn't yeah. even know about stoked me. Stoked for that. I'm even, stoked for Yeah, it. even though he is my brother. I'm stoked so. for that. Um, but that's that's for another time. Yeah. Right now we're talking about what things that you and I can bounce off each other. And yeah. what I'm really interested in right now Let's hear it. is just your experiences out there. More, you know, your work is cool. It's really cool yeah. to hear about the work you did. But, like, I also want to know about why you moved out there. You didn't move out there for work. 
I mean, no. you did. You well, were. You knew was, you were gonna work, but you moved out there to like start, start over a new life and like yes, change who you were as a person. Yes, down a a path that was gonna essentially, you know, you were gonna be reborn into yeah. this new Nick Odell, and that didn't the job you had didn't dictate that it was the decisions you made out there, you know, of what you were going to do every day. How are you going to spend your days? Yeah. What you were going to do in Oregon, you know, so those are the kind of things I want to hear about. Yeah. So like quickly moving out there, I think I personally, I'm like, I'm going to go fuck it. I'm going to go balls deep on this. (laughs) Balls deep. So favorite kind of deep to be, yeah. To be honest, moving out there, before we actually, let's move back a little bit. Before we moved out there, the whole reason why we wanted to move out there was to try to save something that fucking was already failing, you know? To, to Wait, say that again? I didn't hear to you. To save something that was already failing. My marriage, right? Okay. How long, so how long were you guys married before you moved out there? Oh, God. Uh, so. Just for like reference for the listeners. Because I, I don't even, I don't know myself. So I met. We we met 2016. Okay, and then I remember all of those. Yeah, yeah. So then, so it's funny perspective. Yeah, my perspective was from David more than you because you oh. and I weren't working together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, like we would see each other all the time. We'd hang out. We'd yeah. go to Garrison's parties. We do all these things. At you know, we you and I were still cousins in every sense of the word. Exactly, we were close, but didn't have that I saw David every day. Yeah. And my experience with David is through, cause he had a girl yeah. that was in that same group group that I would hear from. So that, that's just living funny. in the same goddamn house. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let David, if he wants yeah. to, he can expand on that. That's totally his uh-huh. own thing. But that's the experience. That's the perspective that I had on it uh-huh. was through David. Exactly. In 2016, kind of all meeting at the same time, but go ahead and continue. So, and yeah. So it's like, Fucking 2016, we meet, and then um, we had a great summer, summertime. Yeah. Fucking oh, that was, meet these ladies. That's the kind of summer that you just talk about forever. It was literally the best summer I've ever had in Boom. my life. Fucking, it was super memorable. Uh, kind of like like a have movie you ever seen, playing in your head. Have you, know? you ever seen the movie? <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Grease? Everyone's seen Grease. I mean, right? I've seen Grease. Everyone's I can't, seen I can't Grease. remember every scene. But like, that off the that top of my summer head. that Danny Zuko. And um, Sandy, whatever the hell her last yeah. name was, the summer Danny and Sandy had was like the summer that you had. Yeah. Where it was just like Text everything book. was picturesque. Yeah. Everything, every moment was memorable. Everything you did was with purpose. Mm-hmm. You, like summer felt like summer. It wasn't yeah. just like another part of the year. It was like... Every night you had something you were doing because there was a, there was a re everything had a reason you were doing it exactly and that was your 2016 summer that was yeah summer 2016 it was there there was no no dull night you yeah. know it was I could sure shit count on anything anything happening that night would be fun as long as yes. I was with this person you yeah. know <laughs> which is which was great it was awesome it was the best fucking time of my life being you know being with them the yeah. summer of 2016 2016 one for the record books so uh you could you could imagine it in your brain right now you know i uh i had just gotten out of 
what seemed to be the longest, it, w- it was the longest relationship in my life. Is so when did that one end? So 2016. Was it, it? It was two weeks before I had met her. Oh, wow. It was that. So you was guys started in... 2010. So that was a six-year relationship. Yeah. It was wow. six years. And, uh, I mean, that's fucking whole nother, like, 200 episodes we yeah, could do on, do yeah. on that relationship. Right, but, right. uh... Anyway, so it, th- that uh, that relationship had ended. 2016 is fucking probably May. The Two end of weeks. May. Two weeks. Yeah, and then by the end of that, what was what it? it sounds like to me is like you were ready. Oh yeah, you dude. were ready. It was, I was super ready. It was, it was enough. There's a comedian. Enough was enough. Well, the thing that the thing that I think the final straw. You were you were probably there. Uh, you you didn't know that was the final straw, but um, I had wanted. It was Tiffany's graduation party for high school. Okay. It was her high school graduation yeah. party, or no, it was her graduation walk, not party. It okay. was her graduation walk at the the high school. Okay, and I wanted to go there, and where, we had those T-shirts. Go to high school. Fish- I can't remember. She went to Granite. 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 That sounds right. I, I just know Granite. she didn't go to El Cap. Like half the family West did. Hills, maybe. No, I don't know. West Hills. No, I went okay. to West Hills. She went to Granite. She didn't go to West Hills. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. yeah, I think she went to Granite, and um, we had. Do you, were you there for her graduation? I wasn't, unfortunately. Okay. Well, yeah, we had the, the so special T-shirts I had that we made for a her. Ten-year period where I worked at Vons. Yeah. And I missed a lot of like family stuff. Yeah. And I regret it, and I I don't want to miss these family things anymore. Uh huh. Part of the reason why I'm so happy that I have weekends off is I can be there more for these family things. Yeah. Because a lot of family events just end up happening on the weekends, you know, holidays, mm-hmm. whatever, all of these things. And I want to be more involved with, like, the extended family. Yeah. When you're working at Vaughn's, and Dave can attest to this, too. Yeah. Is, like, because you're essentially expected to be available to an extent... 365 days a year. There's no off days at Vaughn's. You're always available to be on the schedule. So like, you know, we can be working a closing shift at Vaughn's from one to 10 on a Friday and Mm -hmm. say Tiffany's, Tiffany's graduation is on a Friday. Well, if we didn't hear about this graduation until a week before, Mm -hmm. or, you know, like we might've known, Oh, Hey, Tiffany's graduating this year. But like, you know, it kind of is in the back of our mind and we got put on the schedule to work. Yeah. And then, and then a, a, a family text gets sent out. Hey, just want to let everyone know Tiffany's graduation is on this day. And we're like, shit, we're already on the schedule. Yeah. It wasn't going to It's happen. not that easy to just be like, Hey, take my shift. You know, no one else wants a closing shift. Mm-hmm. No one's just going to be like, Hey, I'll take your shift for you. And then there's that also thing like you don't want to be that guy who's always changing shifts, always asking for time off, always calling out. You know, you don't you don't want to be that guy. So David and I both miss a lot of things because of that. Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy anymore. One of the reasons why I left. Unfortunately, I didn't go to Tiffany's graduation, but explain the rest of the story about Tiffany's graduation. Yeah. So, I mean, it's I've been with this this fucking lady for six years. I have a kid with her, a four-year-old right. daughter at the time. Okay. Four, yeah. Probably how old is three, how old three, is three, even now? Four. She's eight. Turning <laughs> That's nine. crazy. Turning That's nine crazy. this year. That's she's, wild. She's a big girl. She is. But, uh, Beautiful so, girl. She's fucking gorgeous. She's Love gorgeous. her. But um, so you got to think. Like, I've been with this person for six years. I've fucking never given them a reason to ever not trust me uh-huh. for anything. Okay. You know, it's just, 
bizarre. Them. When you yeah, say them, them. Mary. So when you say the word them, you mean uh-huh. Mary. Yeah. I'm asking them because you said them, so I thought you meant multiple people. No, like uh, she would. She just didn't trust me to go out with my family, like with you guys. That's why I was never with like Halloween okay. parties and and like birthday parties. I wasn't allowed to go to. Okay, you know because she didn't trust me to behave. You know, it's like nothing would happen I, ever at our parties. We'd get drunk and probably so fucking puke all over the place. There's a there's a thing that an experience I've had with all of my girlfriends I've ever yeah. had, and now my fiance Ashley, and it. I don't know if, if maybe this is the same thing you're touching on, but like mm-hmm. not necessarily behave, but when you get the cousins together, it's a force to be reckoned we with. We just turn into these, this like super human, like you just, you like, it's like, um, like plan, Cap, Captain Planet or whatever. Uh huh. When they like, hit all their rings together or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like earth, fire, whatever, and you hit all your rings together and you become a superhuman. That's us. It's like that's how I felt like the cousins were. We would just, uh-huh. when we got together, when we when you put us all in the same place, we just became this super figure of like, and, and it, we, we just did things that we didn't normally do around our sig- significant others uh-huh. where they were like, it kind of shocked them. Yeah. And it was like, it, it like created this like, like they, since they weren't used to it, they were always worried that something was going to go bad or exactly. whatever. And in all reality, they didn't have anything to worry about. We were just cousins messing around, having a good time. Yeah. You know, we were never going to get in a bunch of trouble. We never had ill intentions. But yeah, never. But, but, but they always had these feelings and maybe that's what it, it she was. had, you know. But the, see, I would, I'd be okay with that. Like if right. that was the, the case, I'd be okay with it. But so he, listen to this, <laughs> and I've and this is this is just the final. This straw. is taking it to the extreme. This isn't one of the straw. This isn't the only straw I've okay. ever had. This is the final one out of five hundred thousand that okay. I had to deal with throughout the six years. And I could speak to that too. I had a a girl, yeah, friend, a previous girlfriend who, for you know, perhaps the same for whatever reason. Well, the same as Mary is like she, yeah, she, you know, m- more than just not accepting the relationship mm-hmm. I had with my cousins. It was other things. Yeah. But that was definitely a part of it is like, she just was never able to fully accept the relationship I had with my cousins. Exactly. I always <clears throat> wanted to be around you guys. I always wanted to hang out. I always wanted to do something. Yes. I just, the funnest times I had was with you guys and she just never could accept that. And I think that was one big thing jumping into the new relationship that I made a fucking stepping stone was, Hey, look, family is number one for right. me. Like yeah, yeah. huge. I just I just went through a six year period where I wasn't allowed to see my family basically. Right. Not letting that happen again. So mm-hmm. I think that was a very big thing in the in the in the to come hindsight. Yeah, hinds in yeah. hindsight, yeah. But uh anyways, so it's fucking Tiffany's graduation Tiffany's party. Graduation. This is like the final straw. Not even like this isn't the last thing or this isn't the only thing that ever happened, but uh I was like, Oh, listen, there's a I remember I was staying at her house at the time. Uh Eva I mean, Eva was already born. She was uh-huh. two at the time, and uh, but she was she was two. She was two years old by the I time of the graduation. I thought you just said four. She might. That's a pretty four. big gap. <laughs> Hold on, she is four. Fuck, she's four at that time. Yeah, okay, she's four. Yeah, because she was born in 2012 and 2016 is when You're was right. what? Yep, yeah, yep, so yep, four. Yep. But uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, t- Tiffany, she's graduating uh-huh. uh, high school. 
I'm going to be there. Like, I fucking love it. It was like last minute kind of. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I, I need to go to this thing. And I believe we may have had like a dinner or something like planned that night, me and Mary. Okay. I can't remember. It's been a long time, but, uh, Hey, Mary, come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Don't. Um, but, uh, I mean, we're cool now, but back then. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, we're, it, we weren't for you the longest like time. You can like. We're totally cool now. That's super cool. Yeah. Every time so I go pick up Eva, I just. possibly be a listener at some point. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's cool, man. That's why I don't want to dog on her too hard. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, I ne- me personally never had a bad experience with her. Yeah. Like me, her and I, you know. I've had plenty. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, but in and then you, I know, like my ex hung out with you guys a few times. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. dude, and, and Mary and her got along great. Yeah. Got got well, along think, great. I think her and my ex yeah. had like this experience where like they they didn't like when of all of us got together because yes. we turned into this. Yes, this, and I had to hear it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And there's a story I'm going to tell you, which I might have to told you after about your ex and and my ex. Yeah, but um. Anyways, so I told her, I was like, yeah, dude, Tiff, Tiff's, we're, this is taking forever just to get to Tiff's graduation party. But anyways. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Continue. I say it's my fault. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tiff's graduation party. I was like, I need to go to this thing. Fucking, she's graduating. This is a big deal. Like, uh-huh. family's a huge deal for us. I want to be there for yeah. her. And uh, I remember she's like, oh, like, no, we already had some plan. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. Like, family's first. Right, right. But a small tinge of a little bit of blame on you because you double booked. Yes, but see, I did double book. Uh-huh. But if even if I had booked a dinner, which is a casual dinner with right, her, right. and I had just recently found out, maybe if it was the day before, right. if I found out there's a fucking graduation thing, you bet your ass I'm going to do everything I can to go to that family right. graduation thing because a dinner with this person can happen anytime. That's how I, that's how I feel too. That's how I feel too. That I'm I'm right there with you, cause uh-huh. but a lot of females don't think like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that just yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how it is. That's how it goes. It's unfortunate <laughs> reality. Yeah, but you need to understand that. I mean, the way we grew up, family is number one. Yeah, you know? exactly. Family's always going to be there forever when uh-huh. these other people can potentially just not be there anymore. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're always going to be we, my family. We always have this understanding is like. Essentially, no matter what we do, you know, other people we can lose in our lives, uh-huh. but we always know, like, if there's, if we ever feel like there's nowhere to turn, we're wrong because there's always one way, one place to turn and it's yeah. the family. Exactly. Yeah. So, of course, Tiffany's graduation is coming up. I'm like, I'm going to that. Yeah. You know, I was like, hey, we could reschedule this, this dinner. Yeah, I gotta be at literally this thing. probably for the next night. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't have been a big deal, mm-hmm. and we weren't fighting previously. There was no reason to be like weird about it. And uh, remember, she's just like, "You're no, like you can't go." And I was like, "I'm, I'm going." That's tough to be like to say the words like you can't go. Exactly. Well, yeah. and then it gets worse yeah. because I'm like, "Well, yes, I am going." And then for some reason, maybe she just had like this weird fucking stick up her butt and she just said uh remember she's like oh well have fun fucking your cousin like what i don't want it yeah oh super weird tiff yeah and i was i was like dude you're fucking crazy i'm not dealing with this right now like i'm gonna go but she always had this really weird like inkling that i was fooling around with people and it's like dude 
You're so crazy. not necessarily Tiffany. It was just like no, just some general. Whoever yeah. it may be, whoever yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. to hang out with, she didn't yeah. want me to come hang out at your parties because there's maybe probably I was a fooling cute around girl there. Someone there. That, yeah. yeah, and it's it, a lot of it stemmed from which. If insecurity. she really knew who we are, none of us have any swagger to like fool no. around with girls at a party, dude. Even when when I'm single now, dude, I go to a fucking bar and I'm the guy in the back fucking sitting talking to myself, dude. <laughs> yeah. You think I have? You think I have enough uh, yeah. fucking gusto to pick if up? If they someone only new? knew, man. If they only knew. Yeah. There's... So, uh, anyways, I was just fucking like, dude, you're having a bad day. Like, do your thing. I'm going home. You know. So I I like left and I went home. I remember just thinking about it on the like the drive home. I was just like, fuck. Yeah. Like, this is just a visible number in a fucking long list of things that I don't like happening. Yeah. And I remember I was just like, like if I don't call it now, like call it quits now, I'm never going to, you know, like this, I don't foresee this ever changing, you know, like this is just, this is just one of the many. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I was just like, done and then you called her or something yeah i remember i called her i was just like yeah i'm like i'm done and uh surprisingly she was i think dude i think we both knew it yeah and uh i think she's just like all right well let's figure out something with eva and i was like all right it's a wild story never heard yeah and i mean i don't blame her at all yeah fucking and i don't i don't blame myself i think we both knew it was coming and i think that's one reason why even now i in the beginning, it was hard because I think she saw how fast I had uh, moved on, which was pretty fast. Yeah, two weeks is pretty fast, Nick. It's pretty fast <laughs> after dude. six years. <laughs> well, yes. But 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 in reality, and I, I'm playing like a psychologist here, and I have uh-huh. zero um, feet to stand on when exactly. I say I'm playing psychologist. But like in reality, not just you. Both of you had already started the process of moving on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. Both you of know, you had started it at some point previous to that specific fight. Exactly. That you and you were already moving on. And it just so happened, like, like the puzzle pieces fell into place. Yes. That the next step for you just so happened to be two weeks later. Exactly. It could have been six months later. It could have been a year later. And the fucking... It, yeah. The, the, the bizarre thing about that is... This probably it probably would never happen if I didn't uh, decide to go on my very first ever uh, Tinder date. Right, exactly. And did was that? Did, did I tell you about Steven that too? A little bit or? Yeah, that was that was about was, that was so. What happened was, I've never had a Tinder. I yeah. didn't know what Tinders were. Right. Or the old fucking OK Cupids. All that stuff. And, yeah. Uh, I've never been on a dating website because I've yeah. always been taken. Right. And uh, and so me. Uh huh. I have never been on one of those oh, sites wow. because you've always been taken when I, so at the time when I broke up with my ex of uh-huh. four years, yeah. um, and I don't really have a problem saying your name. Her name's Megan. Like yeah. we spent four years together. Um, a lot of ups and downs, you know, a lot of good, a lot of bad, learned a lot from her. Um, just wasn't the right match. Just wasn't, we weren't a match. And, um, when that ended, it was in like 20, that was like 20, 2012, 12, yeah. 2012. Um, those dating apps, those phone dating apps that are really easy to use and really easy uh-huh. to put a profile on and really easy to swipe left and right. Those weren't big at the time. Yeah. So I, I never got on one. And then Ashley and I started like really dating in like June of the next year, July of the next year, mm-hmm. June, July, somewhere around that time. So it was about a six, 
eight month period of where I was like single. And like I said, those apps weren't really out there. Yeah. So I never got onto one, got, got into my next relationship, which, you know, I'm still with actually. Mm-hmm. So I never had a profile on those, ah. on those apps. So I, I've never experienced that. But you, on the other hand, 2016. Yeah. Is when those apps were like, they were all everywhere. Yeah. Dude, 2016, there's a lot of horny motherfuckers. Yeah. Dude. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had never used one of those apps and I didn't know what to expect and all that. And I didn't really fucking care. But one of my coworkers, Max, he's like, dude, we got to get your ass out on that market, man. And, uh, so he, I think he actually built my profile for me. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Max? Bu- yeah. I've never heard of Max. Who's Max Daly. He's fucking, he's the albino guy that worked at the museum. Um, Never met him. I think sure he was, he was sure there at the nice whistle guy. stop. Sure, he's a nice guy. He's great, dude. He's fucking. I super may have cool. met him, but I just didn't. know. I don't remember him, but yeah. uh, which is fine. But um, he built my profile, and I remember. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was probably like my second day using it. I got like a match, and I was like, okay. "Oh wow, someone's like interested in me." And uh, he was doing all the talking. Like I'd be like, "Oh, I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't talk to people." So he would like write down all these messages okay. to this to this like woman, and uh. I remember I'm like, damn, she's like kind of cute, dude. And I was like, all right. And he's like, yeah, well, she wants to have, uh, she wants to have dinner with you. And I was like, wow, you like pulled that out your ass. And he's like, yeah, she wants to have dinner with you on blah 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 date. And uh, I was like, okay. And uh, I remember I was like fucking super nervous, and I and I like get all dressed up, fucking, you know, trying to look overdressed, my, overdressed yeah. for a Tinder date. I've never done this. I had never really been on a date before. Okay. But, uh, so I went out and I picked this chick up and she lives like near SDSU. And, uh, let's just say it, it, the product was not the same as the description. <laughs> <laughs> I totally got catfish. I'm not even joking, dude. Uh, probably a hundred. The old bait and switch. The old bait and switch, dude. <laughs> At least, you know how they say like the camera adds pounds? Well, whatever camera she's using was minusing a hundred pounds. Holy yeah, dude. She was shit. a, she was a big lady. Well, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> and I was kind of confused because I remember I had like parked. I'm like, hey, I'm outside, you know, I'm, I'm in a black Nissan, uh, fucking whatever. And, uh, I seen some, she's like, oh, on my way out. And this like fucking large lady comes out this door and starts walking towards me. I'm like, oh, that must not be her. Like that doesn't look anything like Hey, sweetheart, where's your friend? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, oh, is, uh, is blah, blah, blah coming out anytime soon? She's like, well, that's me, sweetheart. <laughs> Good joke. Where's your friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, fucking right off the bat, I was like, God damn it. I knew it. Like, uh, this isn't, she's not the same as I had, uh, seen on her profile. Okay. Did but, you have uh, a full date though? Yeah. Where'd um, you go? She didn't shut the fuck up the entire time, like okay. talking nonstop. Probably we like to, nervous. She just nervous talked the whole time. I think she knew what she was doing. I think she just wanted some food. Okay. <laughs> so I, I took her to Hennessy's in La Jolla. I don't know where that is. It's fucking an expensive restaurant. So lesson one. Yeah. Don't take them to expensive restaurants on the it's first date. On the first date. On Tinder. Exactly. Okay. And uh, I'm pretty sure I had spent... Like a hundred and something dollars is like a hundred and thirty-two dollars. Oh my god! I paid for every goddamn cent of it. Oh my god! My meal was twenty-four dollars. <laughs> she was just adding drinks, probably. She's fucking and getting desserts. Lobster, She's getting like main fucking courses, filet mignon, exactly. Dessert, 
and just like oh loaded my with drinks. Oh, dude. And then I was you and got then, catfish. Nick. And I was like, dude, that's so. If I at least funny. get to fuck this bitch tonight, like it'll all be worth it. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, I remember, uh, it, like somehow it came up. We were talking, and everything's fine. And I was just like, whatever. She's like, kind of ugly, but I'll still fuck her, and it'll be fine. Yeah. And she's like, uh, oh yeah, by the way, like. I have to be home at a certain time. Like I have something to do tomorrow. And I was like, this goddamn fucking bitch, dude, she's yeah. going to take me for all my money. And then I'm going to take her home. And I was like a super over it that at that point. Yeah. And, um, so I was like, fuck it. I took this bitch home. I remember I dropped her off and I went from La Jolla all the way back to SDSU and I'm driving home and I'm like, God damn it. This sucks, dude. Like I just got fucking, how this. was the car at home? Was there chatty Kathy's or what? It was almost silent. Ooh, because that's not at never, that point. I had noon. I had, I yeah. nooned it. I was like, "You're you're scamming me, lady. Yeah. You're just trying to you're trying to pull a fast one on me. <laughs> Fill your belly and empty my wallet." You know. <laughs> and, uh, so I had dropped her off, and and uh, I was remember I was driving home, pissed How off. Did, did you at least get like a peck? Nothing. Oof. Not a damn thing. So I was pretty pissed. Yeah. And I get a phone call from Steven. Okay. On my way home, he's like, yo, what are you doing? I was like, don't talk to me right now. I just had the worst night of my life. I got fucking, I got catfished. I'm on my way home. Goodbye. And he's like, wait. We're at the beach right now. Yeah. With seven beautiful Russian ladies. Oh, that. Your brother's here. Same night. Same exact night. No kidding. Yeah. I've never heard this part of this or that like uh, that angle perspective of, it. of the story. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So oh, wow. He calls me and just just by fucking random chance, he's just like, "Yeah, dude, we're we're at the we're at the beach." Seven. How did he just, get? Like, how did him and David pair up to go out there in the first? So place? I, th- this is a time when I think David and Stephen must have been talking, hanging out. Okay. Because this is re- that that's what blows my mind too. Is like, how did he get David out? Yeah. This must have been before he was. Like a little more reclusive. Um, well, I wasn't even saying. I wasn't even saying that. Like, I thought Stephen was always your friend. He was my friend. Wasn't David's friend? And he like him and David never think, really were close or anything. Well, okay, this is even going back further. I think what had happened. I think David and Stephen went out flipping that day. They were, okay. They went like filming. I think at the beach, and I think they were doing That's something like, flips. they shared. Flipping was like something they yes, shared, and that was something that we all had. Yeah, and also David would be perfect. When he comes on, uh, to like refine that part of the story, to like he will, yeah, he'll be able really, to, he'll be able to be tell able to his side on, why he was and there. David, David, I really hope you listen to the episode. <laughs> Write this down and talk about exactly why you and Steven ended up at this beach without Could, Nick. I was gonna say because that really does that does interest me. Like why yeah. why that would happen? How how that happened? Where David and Stephen were at this beach uh-huh. with seven Russians, which also would blow my mind because David wasn't the most social person. So how did he yeah. entice David to come so, out? Exactly, David would be the you're perfect. Gonna, yeah, David, you gotta you gotta like tell us literally about as this. you're listening to this episode. Write this down and say <laughs> so that when let me explain. Yeah, <laughs> you will come on and you will just. Blow us all, blow our, blow us all away when you like give exactly why this scenario unfolded. Happened. Yeah, but unfolded. um, so you get the call. I get the call from Stephen. Yeah, I get the call from Stephen. Him uh-huh. telling me, "Hey, dude, seven fucking beautiful Russian ladies here at the beach. Your brother's here, and Cody's here, Cody Walker." 
I don't know if I've ever met Cody Walker. You might have. Do you think I have? I don't know if I have. Um, His name sounds very familiar. He's been uh, he's been around, so I'm is sure he's closer been brought to like up. you and Steven or Wyatt? Me is, and Steven. Okay, because like I know a lot of Wyatt's friends. Yeah, but I only know Steven through you. Exactly. And then Cody, he's the. I probably have seen him once or twice, yeah. but I can't picture his face in my head. You might. I uh, say he's in a lot of our videos on YouTube, so okay. you might recognize if him I've from seen one of those. Any of those and I've if seen you've him. seen him, but yeah. um, so yeah, David was there with Steven and Cody. Yeah, and apparently seven beautiful Russian chicks. <laughs> and, uh, so I was like, uh, I remember I told him I was like, "Fuck, dude, no, not going. Just had the worst day of my life." Yeah. Fucking first time ever being on a date from like a, a dating website. Uh-huh. Worst experience. Fuck you. Going home. Want to go to bed. Not doing this. And I remember he's like, dude, you he don't like, understand. But wait. Yeah. He's like, did you hear what I said? <laughs> he's like, there's seven beautiful Russian girls. Eligible bachelorettes. Yeah. That d- don't barely speak lick of English. And they're love here. That we are Americans. Yeah, and they're just, just for the fact that we're Americans. Exactly, and they want to have a good time. They're, <laughs> they're, they're here, here for time. a short while. They want to yep. have a good time. He's like, they ain't get, here get for your ass down here. They ain't here for a long time. They're here for a good time. A good time. And uh, I was like, oh, dude, whatever. So I fucking I like turned around reluctantly, drove my ass back to La Jolla where okay. I had just had that shitty fucking yeah. dinner and. Uh, <laughs> I remember I had I walked up with the fucking shittiest look on my face. I was just like, this is going to suck, dude. I don't want to fucking be here. And then I see the group. They're all pretty hot. And I was like, all right, no, I'll, I'll cheer up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, was a fucking, it was a super cool night. I mean, I'm... Wait, you were like... Yes. <laughs> Isn't that yes? <laughs> That's yes. <laughs> that is yes. Like, oh, wait, were these uh, ladies hot? Yes. Yes. Were yes. they ugly? No. <laughs> Thanks, Devin. Devin, that was a that was a really helpful. Yeah, uh, Devin, you really came you in clutch right there. <laughs> yeah, dude, I didn't even know you were here, but uh, no, thanks for getting my back on that one. Yeah. And um, yeah, so fuck, we we I think we we stayed there for like six hours, just like randomly, t- and they were like in the middle of the day. In the middle, it was. I mean, no, no, excuse dude. me. It was like not the middle of the day, but like in the when I, when I what I mean when I say that is like. You got there and you stayed for six hours and it was like yeah. the middle of no like it's just like it's just it, time didn't time matter. wasn't a thing yeah. time wasn't a thing you just stayed there for six hours and it ended up yeah. being in like the middle of the night yeah so I think we had started it was like ten o'clock and we went to like four in the morning the sun was about to come that's, up it was that's special it was awesome dude that's we were really yeah and it was just like cool. fucking we ended up like playing like spin the bottle like all these weird little like oh, kid games yeah, and all that it, oh man that, but it's just who super cares? cool because so they didn't cool, know man. about all these things and we thought we were like fucking baller shot callers like showing like yeah well guess what yeah and uh you guys were the top dogs yeah and i remember i had a, uh, I had i remember i like looked over and i i had saw my my you my now picked your poison. Yeah, I if picked you will. the poison out of the crowd, and uh, I think Cody had told me he's like, like, dude, this girl is like staring at you, like she's been staring at you all night. Okay, and I was like, oh, that's my easy target. Like someone's interested in me. Yeah. All right, you Shooting know, I don't have to work barrel. as hard. So I like went I over there. I don't even have to buy her dinner. <laughs> exactly, and we we're playing truth or dare, and I think Cody like hooked me up. He's like. 
oh, blah, blah, I dare you to wing sit man. on Nick's lap. True wingman. Yeah, so uh, she had to sit on my lap for, uh, for, it was for like fucking 10 minutes or something like wow. that. And that, that kind of like introduced us to like yeah. talking. And that's like how the ball started rolling. And then, uh, you know, end of the night rolls around. We were talking most of the night. I offered to take her home. Uh-huh. Got her number. You know, I'd Great. never done this. Just, stuff. just you and her went home. Yeah, or? I I drove just her home. Okay, but they and didn't. Uh, they all live the same place. They did. So we were all going to the same destination. <laughs> That's funny, but it just worked out that it way. Just worked, you yeah. know, I didn't want to. I didn't want her to have to go home with someone else. Absolutely, I was like, "Fuck, yeah. I'm taking you home." Yeah. You know, even though you know Stephen might have been taking a different girl home. Yeah, which is another weird story. He could tell it himself, but yeah. the girl that he originally went on a date with through Tinder. That brought her house group friends there. Uh-huh. They all seven lived in the same house, right. those girls. But the girl that he originally went on the Tinder like, date with. Like uh, matched with? That he matched with wasn't the girl that he ended up oh, with. Oh, wow. Okay. It was a different girl. Steven but, can uh, elaborate. He could, yeah, he could yeah, elaborate himself. that. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it was just like the most bizarre thing. From having the shittiest night of my life, getting fucking like catfish and scammed to like potentially having like the greatest night of my life. Yeah. It was really cool. That's amazing. But, uh, I have never heard that story and I'm glad I got to hear it. Yeah. That's so cool. It was, it was, it was something that I don't think I'll ever, I mean, maybe I will, maybe I will experience something like that again, but that was just something so unexpected that you can't really, you can't really see it coming. Yeah. You know, that's something that you'd only like think happened in a fucking movie. Like, yeah. I don't know. The car, I mean, I'm just sure there's literally been a movie where a guy went on a shitty date, uh-huh. and then at some crazy point, he, like, on his way home, ran into the girl that he would spend the rest of the night with yeah. and totally <clears throat> change it. Uh-huh. Literally, there's a movie. Our listeners, we want... Comment back. Tell us what movie that yeah, is. Yeah, there's a movie. Comment on our <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> and tell us this movie because I know it exists. Exi- I 100% know it exists. And that's basically the story of my fucking yeah. life. But, uh, that's wild. Yeah, so I mean, not to get too far into it because, dude, that's another, that could probably be like a, a 10 to 12 hour episode on its yeah. own of, of the Hap- whole. Happy to be there for that. Yeah. Right. Happy to but, listen uh, to it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, myself. that's the origins of how it started. And that's yeah. how the, my previous you ended up in ended. Oregon. That's how I ended up in, in Oregon. In, in kind of what, I don't know if this is directly was brought us to that, but your experience in Oregon. So like, what kind of stuff were you doing? What kind of stuff were you, so, were you out there? And like, and, uh, what would be like a typical Oregon no work weekend be like? Uh, initially, I wanted, I, w- I, w- I wanted to explore, you know, okay. fucking hiking. Absolutely. Uh, sure there's a shit ton to explore up there. The most diverse waterfalls <clears throat> in all of the U.S. are in Oregon. We have diverse waterfalls? Type, like, types of waterfalls. You are know you just trying types? to say there's a lot of waterfalls or what? No, like like the different there, there's different types just like one, names just like one fall upward or like what yeah. are you saying like <laughs> like they might have like a fucking there's like underground waterfalls there's waterfalls like that link into other ones there's okay. natural spring ones man made there's so many different like name like types of waterfalls okay I didn't and we even have the most know. diverse amount in Oregon hold on you just said we. We, as in you um, oh, no, no, I don't associate anymore. I don't associate. do not do not stick do not stick the name Oregonian on me. I'm not a Portlandian. Fuck that. Oh, shit. I do not associate with Portland or Oregon anymore. But uh, I I I wanted to explore the nature. Yeah, 
so beautiful. I mean, that's what Oregon is, is like nature. Yeah. yeah. And then I did that for the first couple of weeks. And then I lost, I lost that job at the museum. And like, fucking, I, I, I think that was like when my funk started. And I got into a really deep funk. And, prob- and may, perhaps my, may have come with the weather, too. Like, yes. it was that time of year. And then the fucking like compounded shit, funk. The shit on the cake, what really killed it was... Uh, my grandma Barbara passed away. It was like the second week I moved up there. Oh no! She was in the hospital when I was moving up. So I had okay. I went and I visited. But her. when she went to the hospital, you didn't know that was like her last. No, I visit didn't. I thought the hospital she, exactly because you know gr- gr- grandma Barbara. She had, and she wasn't my grandma, but I always uh, knew her as grandma Barbara. Yeah, like, she's grandma Barbara yeah, to, everyone. to everyone. Is like she just in her her older age. Mm-hmm. She had had a lot of um, hospital visits, hosp- hospitalizations, if you will, exactly for different reasons. You know, whatever it was, you know, she had failing health. Yeah, and every time I heard she was in the hospital, I'm like, oh, she's a strong woman. She'll she'll, she'll be, be out in a week or two. Exactly, she's fine. This is just another time where she has to go and she'll come back out. Yeah, and so you couldn't have known. No one could have known that that was, and we all thought she would be fine. Her final time. So yeah, exactly. Continue. So, so she uh, was in the hospital. Yeah, and she was in the hospital, and I was I was there like fucking the night before I had left to drive up. Yeah. I remember I went up there and I was uh, I was fucking hand feeding her. I was spoon feeding my grandma and at the but, hospital. At the hospital, yeah. But Dude, she, Ashley and I went to see her in the hospital. Really, we did, and it must have been the same time because it was the time that she uh-huh, right know, before she passed. Essentially, her last <clears throat> hospitalization. Uh-huh. And but I think we went after that where it was more of like a this is her this really is her last okay so it was more and known we went at that point and it was um your mom was there and uh, a pastor had come oh yeah from pastor Brown. her church that she went to yeah and uh, I can't remember her name but she it's like it's like your one of your mom's good, really good friends Debbie Debbie, Debbie yeah. was there too yeah and uh, they were all there and you know we. Said goodbyes. Yeah, we said our goodbyes to her, and, and mm-hmm. uh, it was tough. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I, I had no clue that it was gonna be the last time, right. you know. And I remember telling her, I was like, I was like, oh, well, she knew I was moving up to Oregon, and I remember uh-huh. she was telling me because she was able to still kind of talk a little yeah. bit, but she's like, she's like, oh, you're gonna have to call me when you get up there, and blah blah. Like, we're gonna have to show me all this stuff, and when I get out, I'm gonna come up and visit you. So I didn't have a worry in my brain. But, uh, you know, I fucking move up there two weeks in. I, I, I had been checking up on her health the entire time. And, yeah. you know, I, I had kind of known it was steadily declining. But when it had finally fucking came time to it and she had passed away, I it just, like, sucked because that had happened, I, I believe, it was the same week that I decided to quit the, the museum thing. Right. And then all this shit started falling apart up there to the point where I was just like, like, Fuck, this was a mistake. I just tough, missed my man. grandma, my grandma's last moments. I fucking left, and there's a, my job did, fell through, and, like, fucking all the shit's going wrong be- because I left. And I started, in my brain, I was like, like, this only happened because I left, and this is, like, my punishment and all that. So I kind of had, like, a really sour start up there. Yeah. And so I didn't go out, you know? And it was prime rain season you came back down though i did i came back down yeah. for her service uh-huh um, i remember that and that's when like axel surprised at least yeah. me and uh, probably chris yeah and wyatt were surprised maybe you and david knew i knew 
You I knew. picked them up from the airport, yeah. So it was a surprise to all of us. It then. was a surprise to you guys. It was supposed that was to be. a great like for to be so like sad about your grandma passing. Uh-huh. It was like it was so nice to see Axel. And, yeah, because like, Axel, that was his grandma too, man. Exactly, that Grandma Barbara was his grandma too, and it was like it was like a small little ray of sunshine to see our really close friend Axel, mm-hmm. you know, back and morning with us exactly to know that he was he was a part of that history yeah he was he's been a part of the family since freshman year in high school axel will be on one of these episodes and he will tell stories that will make it sound like we grew up with him yeah he he was a part of every he i i I would say like (laughs) high school years Uh uh-huh you can't really tell a high school year story without axel in it yeah and you can't even encapsulate like Axel stories to just high school. Yeah, I mean, they they've been still even going after on, high school you know? too. Yeah. yeah, after high school, but high school is where he spent like yes, the majority he was, like, here, hundred percent. And then after high school, I mean, when you have that experience with someone in high school, you you're gonna talk about him after high school. And we saw him after high school too. Yeah, you know, he came out several times, but yeah, like the Those, fact that he was like so such a big part of our high uh-huh. school lives. Is like it carries on into the future. Yeah, he was you know? ingrained. He was ingrained into that that point of history. Into our story. Yeah, he is. He's our a, life story. Yeah, he will forever be a part of the the family history. Yeah. Remember him carrying around a dictionary, a little like yeah, dude, the, the, the English to yeah, Spanish. The first dictionary. time I met him, it's like who's this weirdo with his long <laughs> hair? Exactly, this chump. Dude, his English was dog shit. Oh, it was bad. I would it make fun of him so much. Bad. Yeah. And uh dude, I remember he would he the first time I had ever met him. Um so apparently Katie had known someone through hold the on, Elks hold on, Club. Hold on. Uh-huh. Before we get into Axel. Yeah. I I feel like we should finish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just real quick, because I, I would love yeah. to talk about Axel. Let's conclude it. Yeah, so but but Oregon, your grandma passed away. Yeah. You lost your job, or you left your job. You didn't lose it. You you chose to leave. Yeah, I chose to leave. They fucked me. So and all this stuff compounding, like one after another, just kind of like gave me a, a sour taste in my mouth. Right. And I stayed indoors a lot. And yeah. and the whole thing. And the too, weather was probably shitty. The weather was shit, so I yeah. couldn't really go out much. Um, but but the, the whole thing was like I, I think this had happened to you too with with one of your previous relationships. Is a lot of it was hey, we need a new start. No more video games and stuff like that too. So I think uh-huh. when I moved to Oregon, I didn't, I wasn't going to play video games anymore, and I was cool with that. I that was, was like, a huge thing. I remember, I actually remember you talking about that yeah. before you moved out there. Is your system, your game system? Yeah, uh, it was not going to be a part of the move. Yeah, or it was. It, it was not going to be a part. Did you sell of the move. it before you moved? I was or? supposed to sell it. Okay, but I ended up not, and I was my my plan was I was just going to sell it when I got to Oregon. And also, like, oh, if we use it, it'll be for Netflix. Exactly. It won't be for gaming anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I I get up there, and I I did I didn't play, and I was cool with it. Yeah. But after all this shit happened, I was just kind of like like well. F- Fuck, dude! Like in my in in my brain too. Like my my go to thing whenever I'm like stressed out and I and I'm like panicking and all that with anxiety, I go release myself, take my mind. That's the perfect thing. What video games do? It it is. It's an escape. You escape from all the bullshit of life. Yes, and your escapism is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. But you know, as a former gamer myself, uh huh, like 
when I'm headshotting people <laughs> in Halo, I'm not thinking about everything else. Exactly. I'm thinking about getting this, getting a sick no scope on uh-huh. this guy. And you know, whatever game you were playing at the time. Pro- I think it was. It was Halo Master Chief Collection. Could have been Halo, yeah. It's like Fortnite. When, when you when you press that power button and you get into that game, you you don't have to think about anything yeah. else, man. There's no no longer it's it's not uh what's what's keeping me down today, yeah. but it's oh who's online today, who can I play with, Boom. you know? That's really good. Who's online? Yeah. And what's um, keeping me down, who's online? What it so I mean that really helped, but I kinda like and it goes back to the addictive personality thing. I kind of like full force went straight back into my old ways. And I was just playing video games all fucking day and and uh, using that as a way to kind of not have to deal with the, the matters yeah. at hand. <clears throat> and uh, so, I mean, that, and I and I totally accept it now. Like, that was a huge thing and why things didn't work out. But there's other things too, you know, just it wouldn't have ever worked out in the long run. But uh, it's know, never just one thing. It never was. It's never just one thing. But when things were going well in his summertime, fucking dude, we did this really bitching. Um, it was I can't remember what they called it. It was like the the Willamette River float down or f- float day or something like that. But you okay. would you would literally you could buy anything on Amazon that was like uh, air inflatable related. Okay. So there's people like on like inflatable sex dolls, just like on, <laughs> chilling in the Willamette River, fucking riding it down. So you start at one end and you ride, you just float all day down the river to the other end, and that's like the event. Okay, it's they, just so like, it's a, like a lazy river where you like drink. Was there drinking involved? Like, was uh, there? You s- do whatever you want. Yeah, we were fucking drinking. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I remember we we did, just did she drink? I never saw yeah. her drink. Well, rarely. It wasn't okay. like she was an alcoholic, but sure, always down to drink whenever. Okay, whenever there's stuff. I never going on. myself had that experience with her, mm-hmm. but I just was wondering. Yeah, so I mean, I, I definitely drank a lot more, but uh, but her family was in town at the time. Okay, and, uh, so you guys all did it together. Yeah, we went. We went <laughs> to the fucking <laughs> that Willamette sounds like River. A fucking great time. It was super cool, and uh, I mean, that's just. And then we went and. Five minutes past that, we were. We think it was like the next day we went white water rapping or like white river rapid rafting yeah, or whatever. White, I don't know what it's called. White water rafting. rafting. White water rafting. Yeah, white yeah. water rafting. Yeah, yeah. S- fucking did that, and I was five minutes away from the house. That's you know? fucking awesome. And it's just these insane activities that yeah. you can't do as easy down here. Mm-hmm. They might be available, but you might have to travel further to, sure. to access them. Mm-hmm. They're fucking right next door where I lived. Um, yeah. And then snowboarding, she went and did it a lot, but, uh, with, with, uh, what was it? Mount hood, I think is the one that's okay. famous up there. I never went snowboarding cause I, I had terrible experience down here with fucking Steven. So first snowboarding. Yeah. First day, never snowboarded in my life. Uh-huh. Brings me onto the black diamonds. Oh shit. Yeah, so I was just eating that's shit. That's so weird, though, because as a skater... That's what I had thought. Your whole, like, childhood... Zero percent of it translates. Uh, what, I've, what I've heard, one thing about skating is, like, skating your dominant foot is your back foot? Um, or no? Yeah. No, that does make sense. Well, you, yeah, because that's, that's the... Yeah, that's the foot you I've heard your dominant foot, foot is... You whatever with, your dominant foot turn, is with skating, turn. it's opposite with snowboarding. Yeah, because I, I think I, I've ride, heard that. I do ride opposite when I snowboard. Okay. Yeah, I ride regular skateboarding and I ride goofy snowboarding. Okay. So it almost really doesn't transfer. <laughs> no. Yeah. None of it. And it was, it, yeah, 
the way he was explaining it to me when we went snowboarding is not making sense. And I ate shit fucking the oh, entire no. way down the bike. So I had terrible times. So whenever an opportunity would come up to go snowboarding, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it okay. because I had a terrible time. Would you ever try it again? Oh, I would. So first for me mm-hmm. really quick no, yeah. is like snowboarding. Like I was always a shitty skater. I always thought it was so cool that you and David were so good at skating and I always wanted to try it myself. And uh-huh. I, 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 there were times like I bought a skateboard and my, you know, Walmart, whatever skateboard, really shitty skateboard. But like I would try to do skateboarding stuff and I was never, I was never able to do it. And I was never good. But snowboarding, on the other hand, I was never good. I would never say, like, oh, I was a great snowboarder. But I could definitely ride down the mountain and, you know, turn. And I wasn't doing tricks. I wasn't doing any, like, Mm kind of crazy stuff. But I could go from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain. Without falling. Without falling and riding. And I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. I never really had that kind of same experience with with skateboarding. I never, so like I never got to the point where skateboarding was fun for me. Mm -hmm. It was always like, like tough. And, you know, obviously when stuff's tough, you just got to practice more. And I never got to the point where it was fun to skateboard, but Mm. snowboarding on the other hand, for me got fun. And I actually really enjoy skateboarding or excuse me. I really enjoy snowboarding. And you know, if, if I'm ever, if all the pieces fall into place, like, for a snowboarding trip to happen. Like I'm down to go. Uh huh. Yeah. But snowboarding. So she was doing that and you kind of weren't as much. Yeah. And, uh, I think cause I was kind of put off by it and uh-huh. it was a terrible opportunity or terrible experience that I right. had, but I did end up, I, I, I snowboarded when I did my whole fucking international travels and I went to Russia and I went to, Oh, you snowboarded out there. Yeah. I got the snowboard in <laughs> Russia. And, That's cool. Uh, it was actually fun because yeah. I had someone who would, was patient enough to take me on the bunny slopes and, uh-huh. and teach me the fundamentals, teach me how to stop, teach me how to stand up, teach me how to carve. And, you know, and once I knew those basics, I was able to then implement my my skills from skateboarding. And I was fucking shredding down the black diamond the okay, first day. So you got there I eventually. Needed, I needed the basic fundamentals, yeah. which wasn't given to me by Steven. Right. And once I was able to to shred, yes, he expected me to just fucking hop off that lift and go down that mountain. But, uh, and a lot of the times that's the way you and David work. You just like pick something up new and you're like pros already. Yeah. But just, it just happened to be a little different with snowboarding. Just didn't. Yeah. It didn't translate. I just, it wouldn't being locked in place. Yeah. Didn't feel right because of the skateboard. You could adjust your footing. Yeah. The skateboard, you can like kind of jump off and stop at any moment. Yes. But the snowboard is like the only way you're stopping is if you, Break you left or whatever. And you would know. You would need regular. to know how to break because if yeah. you cut too, if you carve too sharp Quick, or you're something, going like that, you're gonna fucking you're, you're gonna forward. cut in and uh-huh. dive. And that happened to me plenty of times <laughs> that day. And I was just like, "Fuck this! Don't know how to do it. I don't care. I'm not gonna snowboard anymore." Yeah. But yeah, when I did have someone to teach me and and show me the ropes, I had a blast, dude. That's cool. And so yeah, I, I do know how to. I, do know how, moral of the story? I know how to snowboard now. Okay, so I would love to go back and do it again. Yeah. Um, I actually had an opportunity to go with Garrison on his birthday, but my knee's been fucked up so bad for like the past two months. And Flipping? No, walking. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a grandfather. Now, Getting dude. old. <laughs> it was raining, and I was up at Steven's house, 
and fucking... I think you touched on this story in the, one of the podcasts, but yeah, I... fucking fell off a curb, dude. Oh, <laughs> just like shit. moving over for an old lady, just like ankle tweaked off Ooh. the side of the curb, and I was ruined for the rest of the day. That sucks. But, uh, yeah, so... I don't know. I'm just now getting back to the point where I feel like confident, okay. like running around and rubbing. I still can't run. So it's like the weight. It's like a little bad oh, on wow. my knee, but I think I can snowboard. Okay. Yeah. I would love to go again. And snowboard season is ending soon. So it would it have is. to be soon. Yeah. You're kind of getting to the point <laughs> where it's like next season, I'll shred it. I mean, even if it is next season, I'm down to do it. You know, yeah. if we have to wait till, till next year, then I'm super down to do it. But in the meantime, river. Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that River Trip 2021 yeah. happens. The reason being is because you know you flip the 2021, the two, the two <laughs> and the one is 2012. This is the year it kind of naturally has to come back. Yeah, dude. So we just need a boat out there. Yeah, we can have a we can have a great time on the shore the whole time, uh-huh. which is totally cool. We can make that happen. But like when you have a boat and you could kind of like travel the river a little bit, mm-hmm. it it totally it brings another aspect into it, like. Uh-huh. The um and I don't know if you got to experience it, but the um like uh s- sandbars. Oh yeah, the like sandbar in the drinking. middle of the river uh-huh. where it, like middle comes river, up. Yeah. where like a small little plot of sand is like it's got about a two three inches of water uh-huh. above it, but you can walk around like yeah. it's normal, and you could just plot a chair and yep. just drink. And have a good time. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where those stories come out where you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And you just have those fun times. Yeah, that's Sandbar Living. And we did that. We were able to do that one time. It was a trip you didn't go on. Senator's like, Wash? Um, well, Senator's Wash is where we stay. Well, we stay at Squaw Lake. Senator's Wash is like right behind it. Yeah. But out onto the river, we go down, I don't know, a mile or two. And, and you just kind of find a sandbar. Oh, okay. Well, we were there, and I was, um, uh, Damon was there. I mean, I have a picture of it, and in my head, I'm looking at the picture. Damon was there, David, um, Wyatt, Chris. I can't remember if Wyatt was with a girl or not. Mm. And uh, Leah was there. Oh, okay. You remember Leah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leah was there. Dude, yeah, I, I have a funny story about Leah, too. Yeah, that'll come up in one of the episodes. It's dude. like a recent story about oh, Leah. Oh, really? Yeah. You should write that down, and I don't know if you're comfortable talking yeah, about it. Yeah, of course. Not, I don't fucking maybe care. Maybe not in this episode, but like... No, yeah. You could... We can it's just... like later on. Remember to bring these things up. But, uh... And we were all there, and we were on the sandbar, and we had a great time. We, um... You know what? Now that I think about it... Uh-huh. I want to say Aaron was there because I remember, and I don't specifically remember Aaron being there, but I remember Annabelle being there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if Annabelle was there, Aaron was there. Yeah. They, they were inseparable. It wasn't. Well, and Annabelle passed away before, while Aaron was alive. Right. So maybe Aaron was there, but then that would almost make me think that you were there. Because I think Aaron Annabelle wasn't went there on. when I was there. Because Annabelle me, wasn't? No, me and David drove in the car with Damon Aaron. And the dog wasn't there. Wow. Man, this is making me trip. It had to have been like 2011. I maybe. just feel like I have a photo on this sandbar that I have pictured in my head mm-hmm. where Annabelle is there. But I I could be wrong. And I hey. could reference that photo. I'll reference that photo for the next episode. Yeah, write that down. Because I, yeah, I was going to say, the one time that I went, 
the dog dogs weren't no dogs were there. Oh no no Trixie was, was no Trix, it couldn't have been Trixie. It wasn't Trixie. Was it possibly the dog you and Megan had, or is that Trixie? No, we had a dog named Mia. Mia, maybe it was Mia there. It could have been. Maybe you guys didn't keep Mia after you guys split, huh? Or what did Megan? She kept. T- her, okay, then. Kept okay, the then it yeah. couldn't have been Mia then. I don't think so. Not at that point. Yeah, I it, don't know. It no, could, it could have been. Yes, it could have been because you guys were she still together. Went, in she 2012. might have went to one of the trips. Yeah, we were still together. Yeah, so I think the it, last river trip I went, the last time I went to the river, Megan and I were together. And the reason I know that mm. is because Ashley has never been to the river with us. Really, never been to the river. She would love to go, and I would love to bring her. She'd have a great time. So that means there hasn't been a river trip in eight years, at least since 2012. Yes. Oh, my God. Nine years. Nine years now because we're in 2021. Yeah, it's happening this year. Yeah. We can't let it go for too long. That's That's, fucking insane. Yeah. We'll get my dad to go, too. Yeah. He's in. He's in. love it. You know, since my mom passed, he's been in, like, a a different state of mind, and I think maybe a river trip will help realign his chakra. Yeah. If you will. Good, dude. Put put him back into the the good old Gary. Maybe not. Realign it completely, but at least put them on the reel right them back in a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, just show them, uh, fucking these are the, the cool things, yeah, that, that that can still happen, yeah. Life. Even though mom is gone and we all miss mom, like you know, we can have a good time, we can still have a good time because we're all still family, yeah. So, um, what we we're talking about right before that is river, river. trips, yeah. But how are we gotta do one this year, we gotta do one this year, and uh, also your. Your experiences up there. I think you covered most of them, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, so that like was you that spent was, a year out there, so you had kind of like four seasons. Yeah. Ex- well, uh, not really. Summer was still fucking cold. <laughs> still cold. I never. You never really got like what we call a summer here. Yeah. Um, it's like it was freezing hot, and you're dying. Yeah. Half the year is just rain, mm-hmm. and then you have about two, three months of snow. Which sucked, but was also very beautiful. In its own way, yeah. In its own way, yeah. It's like, it's beautiful when you're looking at it. It sucks when you're trying to commute in it. Yeah. Um, it sucks. So, like, if you can relax and enjoy it, it's yes. beautiful. Loved it. I loved having the windows, like, the, the blinds open, looking outside, just watching the snow, like, trickle down onto the porch. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Loved it. It was amazing. When I had to wake up at 1 a.m. and fucking dig myself out to go yeah. to work, that sucked. Yeah. Um, that, ah, man, that that's I I understand that feeling. Uh-huh. Not the whole snow digging out, but like that feeling where like just that of going and and this is everyone. Everyone has this feeling is like going to work every day, and like just everything you do, you it it takes away from everything else that's happening in life and like how beautiful like yeah. everyday life actually is. Mm-hmm. Like so, sunrises. Sunrise happens every day. Yeah. You know, every single day the sun rises, right? But the five days a week that you work, you never see how beautiful the sunrise is. On Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday, or whatever your days off are, when you're able to wake up and not have to worry about work and you see the sunrise, it's like the first sunrise you've ever seen in your life. Exactly. And it's beautiful. Something something special. It, like, it, it feels different. 
than a sunrise when you're working because when you're working, all you're thinking about is like, work. like exactly <laughs> like, Oh fuck. It's six thirty. So, I have to be at work and blah, blah, blah. With the snow and shoveling it out. Like that when you're not working and you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that, like the snow is beautiful. Yeah. And you love it. But when you have to work and you're like, fuck, now this is just an inconvenience. Exactly. It, that's to, what it was. Yeah, if I don't get to work on time, I'm be in trouble or whatever, you know, like, it was, it, yeah, it became an inconvenience, but, um, no, it was, I fucking, I loved it every other, in, yeah. other, in every other aspect, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'd go outside and fucking, I think we, it was like multiple times we'd go like, just make snowmen out in our front yard. <laughs> That's just cool. Like, and you were able to do that. Yeah. Um, I got super, super used to fucking wearing like seven jackets <laughs> at all times <laughs> and I never really... Uh, purchased the right clothing for that, so I would just have like seven hoodies on. <laughs> it's just like, okay. and then I'd get to work and it's just like take one off, take one off, yeah, throughout take the day, one off, and yeah, shut them off. Exactly, but um, no, it, it was awesome. And then you you did have your summer portions where yeah. it'd be like bright sun and fucking not a cloud like in the sky. Saw yourself or not saw yourself, but like when you found yourself getting out more. Yes, yeah. that was when I that was when I was like the happiest. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I fucking randomly, this is a weird story, but, uh, I was playing RuneScape at the time uh-huh. up there and I had met someone randomly, like we were, I think we were killing like chaos druids, super strange. And we ended up talking for a while and he's like, oh yeah, like, yeah, I just live, I live up in Washington, blah, blah, blah. And I do this and I'm like, dude, I live. Right in Oregon. And he's like, yeah. You have a thing where you just find people online. Yeah. Because you had that buddy that came from Halo. Brett, dude. Yeah. yeah. Which is another fucking crazy That's thing. That's funny as hell. But yeah, this guy, fucking, we ended up, like, we would fucking play so much together. We'd be like FaceTiming each other while we're playing and all this shit. And then he's like, yeah, dude, I, I'm going to be down in, in Oregon and fucking I'll come meet you. And so he would come down and... We'd fucking just hang out, have coffee together, and then one thing led into another, and eventually he's, like, giving me a job opportunity to, like, work with him. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's awesome. Like, he looked like he was doing really well. He'd wear these suits and fucking his wife or whatever at the time was looked like they were doing really well. But uh turns out they were working for Amway. Uh, you know, it's like a multi-level marketing type thing. Oh, uh, I didn't like, know that, but he, I know what like, multi-level marketing is. Tried yeah. to like rope me into it. And oh, I was like, shit. son of a bitch. I thought we were like good friends. And so I just oh, I like saw through the it. Is, is the old bait and switch the whole time? I think he really did want to be my friend. But the thing is when you're so deep into those MLMs. Oh, yeah. You think like, you're helping someone by getting yeah. into it. And if, and then because I didn't like go for it and I didn't like t- fall for it right. or whatever, I didn't sign up. He just stopped talking to me, and I'm like, okay, oh, well, that man. shows who you really are. Yeah, and his thing probably was like, oh, well, if this guy doesn't want to be helped, then there's nothing I can do. Exactly. Yeah, once you get so deep into that thing, man, like... Dude, I ended up going to, like, one of their seminars. Oh, and dude, like, I did that I one, sat too. through it, and I was like, one of those stupid fucking Yeah, scam, I dude. spent a whole day... Um, it wasn't a friend that got me into it. I was just looking for a job before I... It had to have been before I started at Vaughn's. I think it was uh-huh. in between... It was right after I worked for one year at a um, an insurance company, but I was a 
I was a high, I was in high school. I was mm. like a, essentially like a, um, intern, like a secretary oh, okay. sort of, you know, like a, inter- I was an intern Yeah, and I was doing like really menial paperwork, like literally taking paperwork from one person's desk to the next, like really basic, yeah. n- nothing stuff. Right. And right after that, before I got into Vaughn's, cause I didn't know, I, I didn't transition directly to Vaughn's. Like I spent about probably Just two months two months without a job and Mm -hmm. uh i was looking like for anything that i could find and and i found like this random uh job that i don't even remember what the company's name was it was something cryptic that was like it was the name and you were like oh that doesn't really describe what they do and i've never heard of them let me check their website out and i checked their website out and their website really didn't describe what they did yeah. It was like also very cryptic. It never does. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, well, I'll try it. Like, I'll go check it out. It says you can make, you know, you can make like 50 to 60,000 euros. I was like, that's great. I am only 18 years old. Yep. So I went and it, what it ended up being was like door-to-door salesman. Oh, you God. go to a door and you try and you you try and make the people um so like you you would go to a uh customer like a cox customer's house mm-hmm. or cox cable and you would try and convince them to change to at&t uverse oh so it's like a uh like a you'd try to convert people to your right. but business. you didn't work for at&t we were a, they i never worked for them they were a third-party company and they were getting paid the only thing they were getting paid for was to convert people to at&t Oh, wow. So AT&T was paying this third-party company for these, like, for signing up customers to convert to them. So each conversion might have been 500, 600 bucks, whatever it yeah. was. So the owner of the company saw $400 of that, and you as the person who did all the footwork and converted mm-hmm. them saw, like, 100 bucks. Exactly. So they ran this whole thing where, like, if you convert, you know, they never said how much the owner made, but uh-huh. they were like, "Oh, if you if you get three people to sign up for it a day, you can make three hundred bucks a day." Uh-huh. And then after that, if you if you hire employees under you, you can make you fifty bucks. You can make fifty bucks off all of their people that they signed up, and the more people that they get under them, you the can make twenty five bucks off. All. Yeah, so it was like it was a pyramid marketing scheme, uh-huh. bullshit. You know, whatever. Just, Did you know about those at the time? Of course, you always hear about them. Like, yeah. I, I heard about, um, uh, like, another one that came in the mail. is like Vector Knives or something, like a knife sales company. Mm. And I had other friends who, like, went for the interviews, and they told me that that's what it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew they existed, but I didn't know that that's what I was getting into. I would have never went on the freaking... The seminar or yeah, whatever. What I thought was going to be an interview, but it was me following this guy for a day. Like we went to doors and knocked yeah. on these people's doors and I was standing next to him and I, they told me to wear a polo. So I looked like nice and he's like, you know, I'll, I'll do all the talking and just stand here and watch what I say to him. And I spent a whole day oh. getting paid $0 and zero cents for what I thought was an interview, but it was actually them showing me what they do and hoping at the end of the day, the guy's like, so do you want to work for us? And I'm like, 
well, I don't really know. He's like, well, you just have to answer right now. Like, do you want to work for us or not? Because if you don't want to work with us, you got to go. But they're very, yeah, he's like, very pushy. He's like, you need, like, I, this is a great opportunity. I really think you should work for us. You look like a great employee. And I'm like, how do you know I'm going to be a great employee? I spent literally the last six hours with you. Like, I don't. Just standing next to you, yeah, not you talking. Don't even, you don't even, I haven't said a word, you know? Uh-huh. He's like, we really, we really would love you to be a part of the team. And I was like. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. I don't... Sorry. <laughs> and then I left, which is probably exactly what this guy did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of caught on after the first... Uh, dude, the fucking weirdest thing, like, what first set me off, he's like, he's like, oh, well, I can't just, you know, offer these opportunities to anyone. I'm really... I, w- I just want to help you out because I'm really... Uh, I'm really about my friends and all that, and I want to make sure you're okay. He's like, yeah. but... You know, and my my boss, he's like the way he accepted me into the companies. You know, he gave me this book, and I read it, and I I kind of like told him what it meant to me, and uh, that's how he like determined I was a good fit for here. And he's like, yeah. so I want you to read this book and uh, and let me know what you think and all this. And the book was um, the Bible. <laughs> yeah, right. The book was the Bible. It was about Jesus Christ, but turn water into wine. <laughs> Um, no, the, the book ended up being, um, fuck, what was it? I see. I don't even, I block it out of my brain. No, it wasn't a rich dad, poor dad. It was, um, That's Oh, the giver or the art of the deal. No, it's was, it was called Trump, Trump wrote that book. The art of the deal. <laughs> it was called the go giver, the go giver. Yeah. Instead okay. of the go getter, it's about being a go giver. Okay. Yeah. You know, like uh, the go giver mentality. You, uh, you you give things because you want to be a good person. You don't want things in return. Yeah. And uh, what is that called? There's a there's a word selfless. For that. Yeah, but there's like a very spec specific word. It's like um, starts with an a. Ap- it's not apathy. It's like it. It's almost it's almost a impossible attribute you to reach uh-huh. because even when someone gives you're always in the back hoping always in the back of your mind you're hoping for some sort of reciprocation yes even if it's just people noticing that you're giving and them patting you on the back for it saying wow you're such a great person and then that's mm-hmm. what you're getting back is exactly. everyone thinking you're a great person it's called ooh, i gotta look that up but uh-huh. keep going so talk th- th- about this book and this guy and i want to look that up because it that that concept of like yeah it, it's yeah so so it's basically just like read this book this book's called the go giver and it's about this guy who starts out with nothing he's basically an intern at a fucking whatever store and he ends up getting the opportunity to to work near this really top dog guy and he teaches him all of his <clears throat> little nuances by by showing him the different people that he's uh helped become successful so one of them was like this uh i think it was like a a fucking butcher or something i can't remember i didn't really like the book but uh it was the stories about discipline from this guy he one one guy would teach you about uh the art of being good with your money and then one guy would teach you about uh, the art of making sure you give everything you can to someone without asking for anything in return. Like, oh, he he was a restaurant owner. 
I'm going to fucking, you guys look like you're struggling with money or whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to pay for your meal for you. I'm the restaurant owner and don't worry about it. Don't give anything back. Okay. And like that was. And that's how every business fails. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. yeah. So I looked up the word real quick. So that word or that, um, I mean, yes, it's just a word, but that concept is altruism. Altruism. Okay. So if you're altruistic. Altruist. Yeah, I was going to say altruistic. Yeah. So yeah. if you're altruistic, you, it's like where you give and you expect nothing in return. But more than that, you, it's like, they say Jesus Christ was the ultimate altruist. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. And so everything he did was never for himself. It was always for, you know, the greater good of everyone else but himself, which is why an entire, you know, religion was mm-hmm. based off that idea. Christianity yeah. was based off that idea of complete 100% wholeheartedness. Altruism mm-hmm. is no one else in history, you know, has ever displayed that amount of altruism in their life mm-hmm. to create an entire religion based off that, you know, exactly, just that. Yeah. And obviously like you, you, it, you know, a true Christian would say it's it's more than that, and in you know, that's totally fine to say that. Mm-hmm. But like, at a very fundamental or foundational idea of Christianity is like the, their high one of their highest figures, Jesus, and Jesus and God are the same person, but not the same person. You know, yeah. one is the Son, one is the Father. In Catholicism, they see it as the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're all the same mm-hmm. person, or not person, but same being, yeah. same figure. Um, that central figure that is the most, the greatest example of altruism is something you that us as a species can always look up to as like yeah. what we all want to be. To give without ever wanting anything in return. It's the ultimate goal. Ultimate yeah. goal, yeah. Yeah. And that's what this that's guy basically the, <laughs> was trying to say he yeah. was. He's, he was Jesus Christ. He's trying to tell me that he has achieved this status by reading this book, and that is the the say-all, be-all. Right, and, yeah. Uh, so I ended up, I don't even think I read it. I think I did like a so fucking Amway YouTube. So Amway is a religion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I listened to it on YouTube, like someone else read it. <clears throat> I was just like, fucking, okay, well, I mean, like, if anything, this isn't, like, a great book. It's just a good rule book of, like, how to be a decent fucking sure. human being, you yeah. know? And then it's not to not, <laughs> when I, I don't mean to downplay any of these books. They could probably teach great lessons. It was just the worst application of, of, of like, the first thing you meet someone, like, hey, read this book, and this is, yeah. like, this is the job interview portion mm-hmm. of it. It's like, all right, no, like, yeah. how about just read this book because it's, it's a good way of living, but not like, hey, if you can, if you could line up with these ideals, then you're a good fit for us. That's the first red flag right there. Is like, okay, well, basically, fucking, you're you're trying to like rope me in by like, if I if I have the correct answers, my foot's in the door. So now you're making me like excited, like, okay, yeah, I'm a perfect fit. I really have to go for this. I think it's just so perfectly like plotted out and, and schemed yeah. what out. What did they even sell? Do you know? It was basically everything. It was, so it's 
Amway. Like candy. Sells, like what? Yeah, dude. All your household appliances. You could fucking buy dish soap. You could buy toilet paper. All this, all these things was from like, you get it through the Amlog or Amway catalog, which is like they have their own brands, like Amway brand this. And you, what you do is you'd ask your family to shop from Amway mm. instead of their mom pop grocery stores. Or like because instead of going to, uh, like Best Buy to get your yes whatever yeah you go through Amway you would buy it through Amway okay. and it was the the good thing about it that everyone or that they tried to sell on was like oh well you don't have to ever go to the store well, we we ship it to you so yeah. it's like it's like an Amazon that's already been done yeah you know <laughs> so so their their yeah their their whole thing was like oh well you just need to you know the the money that you normally go to to Walmart with, you need to save that and you you have to shop through Amway. Yeah. So it's it also like a cult thing too. Like <laughs> yeah. Make make sure your family, make sure your friends are all buying through Amway and all this yeah. stuff. It's like, oh, fuck that, dude. Already sounds suspect. Yeah. Not going to happen. But they try I just to want to play RuneScape <laughs> with you, man. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I can we go do... back to like being buds and like <laughs> scamming noobs? Like, <laughs> I had a much better time when we were doing that. Yeah. You know? But uh, no, fuck it. If it works for him, cool. But yeah, didn't work for me. And that's funny you say that. Is like if it works for him, like that's cool. And what I take from that is like you and I, or mm-hmm. not you and I, but like you and him could have been great, great friends. Yeah. If he took all of his opinions on life and didn't try to push it on you. Mm-hmm. And you took all of your opinions on life and didn't try to push it on him, and you just found that one happy medium, which was RuneScape Video games. Yeah, and you guys could have been really, really good friends, and we were for a bit. Yeah, until well, that until dynamic started, got in there. Yeah, uh, until he started to push his views on you, yeah. and it you know things got a little weird and a little like, hey man, really and it happens all too fucking often. Yeah, and you know? I, I, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but hey, you know what? I at least now know to fucking keep my maybe it happened for a reason. I keep my eye out for all these fucking scam multi Scammers, multi-level yeah. marketing type things, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean that was one of the other weird things that came out of Oregon. Came out of Oregon. But um, uh summer. What were your summer events? Okay, so Did you ever go to like breweries and stuff? Um okay, so I know there's a lot of breweries out there, right? There is. Yeah. And towards the end, uh I started getting really close with this uh this guy Caleb, Caleb, uh, fucking what was it? Moyer, I think was his name. He was our he was our uh, receiving manager for the time being. For one of the for one of, for my Portland store. Okay, at at the Fred Meyer. At the Fred Meyer. So he yeah. wasn't a DPI guy. He wasn't a DPI guy. Okay. He was Fred Meyer's receiving manager. Yeah, we had those at Vaughn's. Um. So yeah, like fucking he he was super cool, yeah. but he was filling in for Michelle. Michelle was the original receiving manager. I think she's having like hip surgery. Okay. So. Caleb, he was originally a, like a produce guy, mm-hmm. and he stepped in. He had done uh, receiving before, okay. so he like stepped in, and he like became the receiving manager in, in the meantime. And when he did do that, I was talking to him every day because you always talk to your receiving managers. You're fucking like, hey, can you get my back sock board down? Hey, blah, 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 can you move this? Yeah. Like, Oh, you guys, so we were talking even in my own grocery store experience. Uh-huh. The third party merchandisers were always like hand in hand with the receivers. With the receivers, yeah. yeah you want to get you want to get close with them because you want them they, to. They scratch you, your back, you scratch theirs. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, if I'm cool with you, you're gonna fucking get my back yep. my back stock down before that guy, you yep. know, and that means I could get out of here earlier. So I got super close to them. We fucking we always talk about this and, and that. And they always start early too, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he his shift I think started at like fucking one a.m. or something. Like oh, really? That. Yeah. yeah. I know working at Vaughn's, our receivers usually started like four or five, which oh, was also really? early. It was early. Oh, dude, but not yeah. one a.m. They were they were they were usually early. there by by like one because okay. I would show up at two and they were just usually getting settled in. Okay. Um, but yeah, so fucking he had kind of a similar situation. Is yeah, so with with uh with Caleb, fucking it was just it was supernatural with him. And we were going through the same thing as this was towards the end of my, my stay in Oregon. And I wasn't really doing, doing well with, with, uh, my significant other at the time and he wasn't doing well with his. And so we would just fucking always get together and talk about that. And we, like got super close and, uh, fucking when everything kind of hit the fan and, uh, I was like sure as shit moving back to San Diego and everything yeah. I was calling it quits. I think it, He's just like had the ideas like, I got to give you one last hurrah, and uh, <laughs> he he's like, I'm I'm picking you up, I'm taking you out, and he took me to a, some like fucking titty bar, <laughs> okay, and uh, I remember I was just like I was like, dude, I'm like just now fucking I, it's like a couple days ago hearing the word that I'm not gonna be fucking with my my wife anymore and you're taking me to a titty bar <laughs> and he's like having a blast and I'm just like this fucking sucks. I'm like I'm not having a good time and is 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 super cool because he he just like he did everything he could to make me have a good time. Yeah. And even if he saw me not having a good time, he'd fucking switch it up and try to find something else. It was like around Halloween. So uh he, he like he <laughs> Yep, wrapping took, things right back to you yeah, <laughs> coming down here and helping us set up me straight from the titty bar to a fucking uh haunted trail. Okay. And uh yeah, it, it, I just like really appreciate it. that was like one person I like really appreciated yeah. towards the end because fucking it was summertime, almost summertime ish. It was like towards the end. But yeah, we would fucking go out and we'd just like go walk for hours. And okay. you would not get bored in Oregon walking around these yeah. fucking beautiful trails. It's like right right off any side side street you could just go on a on a trail for an hour and it is beautiful. Yeah. But uh so yeah, that was like really the only time I got to really ex- explore was yeah. like towards the end. But uh I was appreciative of it. It was super rad. There's a lot of cool places near my house that uh, I lived at and no one came fucking visited me. In that whole year. that You mean the family from California? Yeah, I was say Masha's family came out twice (laughs) from (laughs) Russia. That's a lot further. But uh, my mom was supposed to come out, like, I think it was, she was supposed to come out for my birthday, but we ended up just meeting in Vegas instead. Okay. And uh, I was like, dude, I wish you guys would have got to see it, because it is fucking awesome. But uh, that's it for my sto- my Oregon stories. I have so much more that we could do another time. Hey man, there's it's no like, there's, there's no yeah, end there's no these podcasts, man. There's no there's just, no cap to it. It's we just can whenever leave we leave off time. and pick up whenever we want. That's but uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's that's the scratch one percent on on my my stories. So, so when you as like kind of ra- bringing idea the Oregon ideas to an end, is, do you see that year as a year that passed very fast? Or do you feel like it's a year that passed very slow? For how long it was in reality, I feel like I was there for longer. Okay. Um, 
I mean, it was a long time. I mean, it was, just, mm-hmm. it was over a year or a little bit under a year, actually. Mm-hmm. It was like within a couple weeks. But, uh, dude, I felt like I was up there forever, you know? It was like day in, day out. I was just sitting on fucking Call of the Wild or, or Rocket League playing with Mike T. It's like day in, day out. <laughs> he was there for me. Like at at the end of when everything was like kind of falling to shit. Uh-huh. Dude, Mike T was fucking. He's in he was my uh, rock, what, dude. Montana. Montana. Yeah, still. Yeah, he was fucking. He was like one of the only people that I was able to talk to. Because that was the thing is I didn't want everyone in San Diego to know that my my whole fucking thing was going to yeah, shit. Yeah, that's hard. Especially like <clears throat> when you leave here and, and we all have hopes of you. Like, like oh, really you went off to go have a there. better life. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's doing great up there. And I'm pretty sure that's all I would send back to you guys was like, hey, everything's positive. You know, but it was it was it was awesome having Mike there as like an unbiased third party because right. I've known him since you know growing up. Yeah. But also, he's not someone who's in regular contact with everyone else, so uh-huh. it's just kind of cool to like kind of dump dump everything off. On. He's yeah. so genuine. He's awesome. But uh, yeah, I fucking I only met him a few times, and he was a great guy. He's he's fucking rad, yeah. dude. So Mike, if you're listening to this, fucking you know I've told you. Like sense, but I appreciate fucking everything yeah. that you've done for me, dude. <laughs> but uh, what else do you want to say, John? Um, I don't have too much else to say. You know what started all these spinoffs and all the other things is we were just talking about the fin in and yeah, uh, the, the entire the the only reason why the fin in is the way it is today is because we just we love having people over and we love talking and we love we love having. A good time with our family. Exactly. Um, any excuse to do that, we try to find it. And um, I think this podcast is like kind of like one more excuse just to get with family and talk exactly. and about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Well, and it's, it's also a cool way to just kind of pull the covers off on some yeah. things that we might might not have fucking yeah, thought about like, talking about. You yeah. and I would never I mean, not that we would never, but like when we hang out, we it doesn't usually doesn't come up yeah, these topics. We don't we don't talk about these things because not that we don't want to or we're we not just, comfortable. It's just like we talk about other things. Yeah, we yeah. just talk about more current events, you know? Exactly. But when we have this podcast outlet, it's like we feel like we're saying it to our audience, but it's mm-hmm. kind of at the same time to ourselves and we're talking about it and everything you're saying I'm listening to and vice exactly. versa. So it's like, you know, these kind of cool topics come out and uh, it's a shared experience between you and I and anyone who's listening. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I love that. I love the fact that, you know, there, there might not have been another reason for us to tell these stories, but knowing that we want to have some sort of, reference or something to go back to and just listen to it. Yeah. I think that's another reason why I'm like so cool with just saying all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Cause it's awesome to have a, a record log of, of just everything that's happened in yeah. our lives. And, 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 and I, I really feel like there's like no holds bar on the topics that come up as long as it, it, it's not like one thing that I mean, me personally, like I really try to do is like, there's like there might be thoughts in my head of like kind of like like a grudge or or some ill feelings I have about someone or some experience yeah. in my past, but I just try not to speak about those things because 
one, um, it makes me feel more negative and I'm a bitter person. Yeah. Bitter. And I'm only giving my own perspective of the story. I'm only giving my side of the story. Whoever, whoever I might have be having these bitter feelings about Mm -hmm. their side of the story is never being discussed. And their side of the story may, you know, clear up a lot of clear a lot of exactly clear up a lot of things, give a completely different perspective where it's like, you know, Oh, John, maybe you weren't complete. Maybe the feeling you had about this, this moment or this exchange, this could explain it. Yeah. Like isn't, yeah. The hundred percent end all be all. Mm -hmm. So speaking on that, like we, we can talk about anything. Like Mm -hmm. there's any, there's no, there's no cap. No. Yeah. No stone that, shall be left unturned during this podcast times as long as as like you know we use it for good Good intentions greater things and like and i think anyone who comes on the show would agree with that statement like there's no need to like sit here and poop on all of these people or this isn't a bashing experiences it's just like talk about great times and we you know people in our past that might come up that we may not have had the best experiences with or mm-hmm. maybe we had good experiences but it ended poorly or something like that like you know in my own ex- like speaking for myself like my ex-girlfriend Megan like mm-hmm. I would have no problem talking about all kinds of experiences we had together things didn't end the greatest that's totally fine that's okay that's in the history yeah the ending I'm you know something that I probably would leave unspoken on on the podcast because it would only be my experience. She had a completely different experience and, you know, I I don't necessarily see her ever being a guest on the show necessarily. (laughs) Not that I would like completely turn her down if for whatever reason she wanted to be, Uh but I just don't see that ever happening. Um, So I'll leave all that stuff unspoken. Exactly. It just doesn't need to be spoken, but I would have no problem talking about any experience I had in the meantime. Oh yeah. We were together just like you had a, you had you spoke for the last two and a half, three hours about yeah, you know, your the mother of your child. Yeah. Where, you know, you had six years that were rocky at times and mm-hmm. and it, it, good at times and it, it ended with you guys not being together. And also you had uh three years after that where you were with your former uh wife where things were really good at times, things yeah. were rocky at times and it and it ended and you guys aren't together now, but it's totally okay to talk about all these and just because things, you know? Yeah. As I say, just because something ends in a bad way, I'm starting to learn now is it's doesn't, it shouldn't be devastating. You know, it should be just a, a, another chapter in the story. Exactly. You, you don't just because something ends badly doesn't mean mm-hmm. you forget that chapter in your life. No, it's still, a ch- it will always be a chapter in your life. Yeah. When you start to, when you start to, it, like take those chapters and put them in this box and you never, you you like, or you think the book's over because that chapter is done. Right. Is yeah. that, that's when it like, I don't know. It get, it, you start to get in this like dark hole and, of like, yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, that's, I've been yeah. fucking been there, but you know, learning now it's you get, you got to know that the book still is going on. It's, it's just another chapter go. in the long story. You'll always, life, you know? you'll always find an, uh, you know, a new way to write a new chapter. Exactly. There's always yeah. going to be that, that first sentence of the new chapter, and yep. you never know when it's going to start. And uh, 
I'm just thankful to know that that this new chapter is about the fucking Fellers podcast, and I'm, I'm, su- <laughs> I'm super stoked to get that god thing, goddamn thing rolling, dude. Cheers to that. Ah, uh, well, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna possibly yeah. shut her, shut her down a little bit here at the fin end. Let's uh, let's put a bookmark on things. Yeah, and let's uh, let's. Start I'm, the next I'm down chapter. to do this again. Let's start <laughs> the next chapter on the next the next fin on the next episode. Yeah, the next episode. Yeah, this has been. Uh, what are we going to call this? What do you want to call? This? Uh, I would say the fin in sessions. The fin in sessions. Yeah. I fin like in that. sessions. I think are are the impromptu ones. Or it's just like, hey, you available? Yeah, I'm available. You available? Yeah, I'm available. Come on over the fin in. The other exactly. version where it's like the Fellers Podcast episode one two three four five six seven. That one is like a, more a scheduled day. Exactly. We released hopefully on the same day every week, mm-hmm. you know, more like regimented and routine. I think the finish sessions can be a cool little bonus like, episode. Yeah, little bonus episodes, you know. Even though bonus episodes usually aren't uh, four hours long. But yeah, hey, we might have to break this bon- bonus episode. I'm not even mad parts. though. I might just leave it as one. I, I, ain't, I ain't mad. Who cares? You know, a lot of these these first episodes are getting our, our feet wet and, uh, and it's helping us learn how to like, podcast yeah. better and uh, i think our our dedicated listeners mm-hmm. don't really care that it's don't four hours fuck. long they'll just they're excited you know to listen to they'll us. they'll start listening they'll get an hour in and be like all right i'm done for now yeah. i'll pick it up later and they don't need there to be a break in the episode they no. don't need to be episode one and two they're just like oh well, i stopped then I'll, this is where i left yeah, off i'll Let's pick it up going. the next day and and <laughs> now that we have we're on spotify and, and apple, apple yeah they can have that moment where when they get off, it's going to keep their spot. Uh-huh. They don't have to remember where they left off. They could just Dude, jump right back into it. I'm so. super excited we got the the Apple thing figured yeah. out today. I'm I'm stoked for that too. I I mean, I know a lot of I personally know a lot of Apple users mm-hmm. who it's like when if you have an Apple device or an iPhone, podcast app is like native to the app, to it's, the phone. Yeah. You don't even download it. Like you open your phone and the podcast app it's, is there. Uh-huh. So it's super easy to be like, "Hey, go on your app." You don't have to download anything. Go mm-hmm. on this app. It's purple. It says podcast. <laughs> Go on there. Type in the fellers or the fellers podcast and you'll find us. It's a microphone with headphones on it. It's yeah. It's a lot more accessible. Yeah. Or I can send them the link through a text message and the link pops up on their phone. Like exactly what our podcast is, mm-hmm. you know, and they could, they Click the link and it brings them to an app that they already have. They don't have yeah. to download anything. Mm-hmm. And then for those who aren't on the iPhones, Spotify, Spotify. is incredibly easy to download. Mm-hmm. I found this. So I started listening to this podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Well, I started listening to the episode that we recorded together on Spotify mm-hmm. and I found it in two seconds. Yeah. I literally went on Spotify and I typed in the fellers and it was like the first thing that popped up. Yeah. So super easy. We're making it really easy for anyone who wants to listen to listen. And the people we care most about are the people close to us. But cool. If like someone comes across this and finds me like good on you. Fucking yeah. We'd love to the more the merrier. We'd love for you to find a way to reach out to us and somehow communicate with us and, and tell us your thoughts of what you think about everything we say. And uh-huh. we'd love to include you in our conversation. I was going to say, you know, I, like, I want to do a, like a list. If, if it ever does get like that, I want to get like a listener's uh, call in. Yeah. Where absolutely. Could, like, we could be able to call in on listeners. That'd be great. And, and, and it could just be voicemails that we play yeah. back and answer their questions, like anything, or read emails, or even our listeners that we have now that is family. Like, if you 
you know, a two, just a little two cents you want to add. Maybe you don't want to be on an entire episode where we mm-hmm. all talk for three hours, but you just like, hey, man, I, you know, this is what I thought about when I was listening to your episode. Like, go ahead and email it in. Yeah, just say it. Just say it on your podcast and like, tell me what you think about it and we can talk about it. You know, this podcast is so open-ended at this point. Like, it's just. it's It seriously leaves. Spitballing. You yeah, know? it leaves so much. You could do so much with it. Yeah. And if you guys, if anyone does get this far and they do want to, uh, like say anything to us, you can email us at the fellers podcast at gmail.com. There it is. And, uh, so it's actually going to be me, me, John in, and in Wyatt. Description yeah. We'll put it in episode. the description and, uh, me, Wyatt and John, I'm, I'm going to make sure we all have access to this email. And, yeah. and if, if anyone has any questions, don't feel, yeah, just feel free to just write whatever you want. And one of us will get back to you. Right. If that happens, if not, hey, that's fine. Thanks for listening. Anyways. Thanks for listening. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, and, and with that, uh, we'll fucking catch you next time. Yep. Our beers are empty and. <laughs>